Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is December 21st, 2021. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. Hey, man. And so this is this is definitely going to be our last podcast of the year. And uh, it's going to be a doozy because we're going to be talking mostly about Spider-Man No Way Home. But we won't go into spoilers until we say spoilers. But that's, I mean, I have to imagine that'll be most of our episode because it was... It was a crazy weekend, um, uh, but you know, we, for, before that, we could talk about anything we played, or watched, or any of the news. There, there's been some news with uh, uh, the video game awards and whatnot. But uh, first, though, how are you doing, man? I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. We did ten thousand people. We did twelve, like twelve thousand people over the last five days. I'm yeah. exhausted. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, I bet. I'm, I'm, I'm beat. I'm absolutely beat. And it was basically all Spider-Man. Like yeah. I, I broke down the the numbers and everything because I'm a stats nerd like that and I love it. But it was, like, I mean, it wasn't even remotely close. Oh yeah, no, I have to imagine if you're at the theater this weekend, you were seeing Spider-Man. Oh yeah. What were some other? What was some? Because there were a couple other movies that studios sent out to die. Um, um, what what else came out? I know we, there was a. We uh, had a American Underdog, which is the Kurt Warner biopic. Oh my god! Okay, um, but you know it's uh, you know whatever they've they've made movies they they've made worse movies. <laughs> um, and I I don't know what else came out last week. Um, Wasn't there a Del Toro movie that came out? Oh God, Nightmare Alley. Yeah, I That's forgot it. all about that. Yeah, it's uh, Del Toro as uh, Bradley Cooper, Kate. Blanchett, I think, was in it. I I know very little about it. I know the poster looks kind of cool, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I know. So, um, and and Willem Dafoe, he kind of had a hell of a weekend. I, yeah, right. Willem Dafoe gets to look and say, "I had I had two movies come out this weekend, and people are gonna go, you you did, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah." Which, which is kind of sad, because I think any other weekend, Nightmare Alley would have done, you know, respectable. You know, yeah. it, it had a decent-looking cast, and it, it had a it, it had an interesting-looking premise, and the, the, the art style on the poster was catchy. So, mm-hmm. it, it like, it could have been okay. Um, instead, yeah. it did jack shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. But. Um... That's cool. Yeah, I imagine most of it was Spider-Man. I mean, I've seen all the memes and, like, yeah. <laughs> the guy showing up to get a ticket with a mask on. And the guy's like, <laughs> so uh, what can I get you for? What movie are you looking to see? What, what movie? And it's just yeah. like, duh, Spider-Man. Yeah, but my – and, of course, my counter response to that is, yeah, we have it playing on nine screens. you got to pick right. one, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people, oh, yeah. That's, I always love that. Hey, uh, where is Spider-Man right now? I, which one, man? Like you yeah. got it, you got to give me more here. We had one literally every half hour. You, yeah, you got it. If if you if you caught me in the hallway at three thirty, it's like I can point you in four different directions. Where are you go? Oh you, yeah, you got to show me a ticket. They have Adobe at your theater, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so yeah, have, that's what I saw it in. Uh, I was so like it's well, it's, I I wonder how it was like in IMAX and stuff. I always wonder how it is at IMAX because I haven't been to an IMAX in a long time. Like I, I love having a Dolby theater. 
it's fantastic. I my love of the Atmos sound system is well documented. Um, yes. But I like I I haven't been to an IMAX in forever, so wonder like I just I I wonder how it was in there. Yeah, me me and my brother went to the Dolby one, and I think this, this is his first time to it, and he liked it. It the seats were the leather seats that you push back mm-hmm. and oh they're so nice they yeah they're very nice and the sound system is you can't get any better the, my uh, my favorite thing that was ever my favorite like atmos use was actually men in black international and i'll tell you why because the credits at the end the music that that went through the credits there's a part where there's like some little chittering sounds and it's maybe like five seconds of the score mm. in the credits, but it bounced all over the Dolby, and oh. it was awesome, and it freaked me the hell out. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I remember specifically Ready Player One being an amazing experience for the sound. Yeah, in there when they were in all of, I think, weren't they in the DeLorean at one point? Like, there's yep. just all the all the different noises from all the movies just as loud as possible in it. Uh, I remember specifically that one being amazing. And the, and the, and the, the girl I took, she was like, I, she's like, I, that felt like a universal studios ride. Yeah. What, because of how loud and like right behind your head it is. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. No, I definitely wanted to go to the AMC. I, I, I got a ticket for Thursday night. Which may who knows maybe I'll get an NFT from that because apparently they sent them out. Uh, them not out if week. it not if your ticket wasn't scanned. Just because you bought it doesn't mean you'll get it. Oh, I didn't see anything about scan. I think it has to be it has to have been scanned at the theater. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. May who knows? But um, I ended up going Friday instead because I was like, I don't want to go by myself. I'll go with someone else and enjoy this. So. Uh, ended up getting tickets for Friday showing, and oh man, it was so good. I know How, we, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about about things later because I have questions. But oh yeah, and I I even looked up like I forgot the website, but there's like a good website that's like when can I go pee, and they give <laughs> you like very specific moments. They're like then there's three in the movie where they're like go during this you have about five minutes that's Uh, yeah that's actually a handy little website like it is that's actually a really smart idea and there's no spoilers it's like it's it's like it 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 would say very obvious things where like oh oh, i caught my attention the movie's like okay i can go now yeah and then i get back my brother be like blah 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 happened so yeah (laughs) but nothing nothing major Basically, don't miss the third act. <laughs> yeah, that. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, we'll, we'll talk all about that. Oh, yeah. Um, have you done anything else besides that? Like, have you played anything this week? Have you watched anything? I, I have not had time. Um, okay. I, I want to dive into The Witcher because season two came out. Um, yes. But I haven't had a chance. Like, I've had zero time. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm doing like 50 hours this week. Like, it's, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I uh, for the last week or so, I decided to go back and rewatch all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I did. Th- yep, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I was like, okay, now's the time to go watch the original, um, all the movies. So that's what I did, and 
surprisingly they hold up pretty good the original ones the first one not so much yeah the 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 first Raimi spider-man is a little rough yeah it's it definitely has and it's again it's a product of i mean this was 2002 cgi and it was heavy on the cgi and it's it's shaky and i think arguably the original spider-man movie is what started everything i know people point to blade and x-men but i don't think those two had the impact that spider-man did i there's i'd love to if you if you want to bring up the if you could look up the numbers i'll i'll say yeah i'll work on quick i'll work on that yeah, because in my head, I remember being – I remember hearing about a live-action X-Men movie. Of course I wanted to see it. I thought, oh, my God, this is this can't be real live-action X-Men. Hell, yes. I was all for it. Um, but not everybody was X-Men fan. Back then, X-Men was popular in the 90s. They were probably the most popular thing in comics. But it, it still wasn't on the same level, I think, as Spider-Man, uh, Superman, and Batman. Um, and – I don't remember it having the impact because I remember seeing Spider-Man going to school. I think it was like a sophomore or something like that in high school. And I remember everybody talking about it. I remember everyone talking about Spider-Man. Have you seen it? It, it looks crazy. Um, live action Spider-Man. How did they pull it off? Um, and I remember being just thrilled by that. Um, but I do know X-Men came out a little bit before that and same with Blade. Um, well, I mean, the thing with Blade was, like, Blade was a great kind of cult film. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not quite, but it is. Like, it was, it was lower budget, it didn't do huge numbers, and it's one of those that people look back on and you're like, oh yeah, it was awesome. It's like, okay, first off, all y'all watched that on VHS. Like, it, it, like, it, it, you didn't see it in theaters, you saw it on cable, and then on, you know, VHS and DVD, which is fine, but, you know, Blade did not start the superhero movie craze. Uh, X-Men did decent for its run. Like, it was, it had a good box office. It wound up, like, Mm -hmm. just short of 300 million, which was damn good. Um, And then the first Spider-Man came out in 02, because X-Men was 2000. Yeah. Two years later, you get Spider-Man, which makes eight hundred and twenty million. So I mean, that's wait. So eight hundred and twenty million for Spider-Man. How much for X-Men? Uh, three, three hundred. Three hundred. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's so much more it's, money. I mean, it's X- X-Men did well. Like that's yes. like three hundred dollars is not chump change, even right. even back then, and and kind of especially back then. Right. Um, but I, Spider-Man was your big one. You know, that that was the one that started it. That was yeah. the one where everybody went, oh, okay, you can you can make a big-budget hero movie, and it'll work. And, yes. you know, they've tweaked the formula a little bit over the years, and, I mean, we've had, we've had some missteps along the way, everything after X2 for a while, but there was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a first-class fan. We, we, we've, we've done this dance. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, first class has its fans. There's a lot of people that like first class and think that's the best one. I hate that. Well, now those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying there I, are. I you can you can like the movie. That's fine. It's not the best of them. But yeah, you know, X two I think is the best out of that like first handful. Wherever you want to split it, like that's mm-hmm. that's fair. But 
I mean, Spider-Man was the big one. And that was when everybody, I mean, the marketing was huge. The merchandise was off the charts. That was the one that made everybody sit up and go, oh, what properties do we have? Yes. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it came out like to me, it came out at the right time. This was what post nine 11. And there's a lot of like American imagery and stuff like that in the Spider-Man movie. And it, it, I think at that point, it, it still kind of felt weird, right? Going back to the theater, doing normal stuff. But because like um, it, it hadn't been a year, because this was right. May of '02. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it was right after. God, what is it know, with Spider-Man being the thing that that brings people back to movie theaters? You're right. Absolutely. There's a camaraderie there. Like I, I all different kinds of people like Spider-Man. All walks of life it, it's it's one of those superheroes that just transcends uh where everyone is like oh my god that's that's my dude oh well, um, yeah because he's a dork he's a dork yeah like he's he's just a guy mm-hmm. like there's no yeah he has powers and he's a science nerd and ridiculously smart but he's yeah. a dork oh yeah like he's he he has zero you know like social aptitude like there's nothing going for him he's not you know you look at superman and batman these guys are you know i mean batman mm-hmm. is rich and handsome superman is built and handsome right peter parker's a geek like right. that's and he, you and know? he went through like what most teenagers go through exactly right? um and yeah I, I forgot where i read this but like the fact that he's fully masked, anyone can see themselves, you know, underneath it. You can, yeah. You, and it's a, it's a weird way, not a weird way, but like it's a subconsciously you can relate because uh, anyone can be underneath that mask. Anyone can wear the mask. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's it, I, I, going back and watching that. I, I loved all of them. And uh, I know you, you said something on Facebook about the third one holding up better than you thought. And you're completely right. I thought the third one except for the obvious venom scenes and the I mean the, the dances oh yeah the the cringe is still very much the cringe that has not changed but right. but you go back and you watch the third one now and and I think with the benefit of putting a little distance from from everything when it came out and all it's not as bad as we remember it right it's, rem- it still I rem- certainly has its moments oh, but yeah. I remember when I first saw it thinking I liked the Harry Osborne stuff. I wish it was just because James Franco right now, you know, obviously James Franco is a creep and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to hype him up. But in the movie, Harry Osborne's character, I felt like had an arc there and it, it had the most substance in that movie. Agreed. Um, and it was the best portray. It was the best job that, that James Franco did acting in those movies. I feel like in the first one, he's so forgettable. And then in the second one, he finally has a character in the third one. He's, he's an actual character. So yeah, it, it, it held up so much better than I thought it would. Um, and I, I think we talked about this, that there has to be an edit out there somewhere where all the venom stuff is just completely removed and you just have the Harry stuff, uh, you just have the Sandman stuff, and and it's a good movie. Like the, I, I, if there's not, if it's not out there, that should be an edit. Like I, I guarantee you, that would make. It's rare that like because even with the the um, uh, uh, the Justice League movie, that's not just like a uh, uh, 
that's just not you know he had to go back and reshoot a bunch of stuff he had to add things to the movie yeah it wasn't like they just cut it i feel like spider-man 3 you could just cut it and get a really good movie um and of course you know spider-man 2 what what is what else is there to say it's a really good movie really good movie yeah and there's even goofy cringe but it, it still works um it's it's different cringe it's different cringe yeah it doesn't it doesn't last long <laughs> like when he when he uh he suddenly can't use his powers anymore and he gives it up <laughs> and oh wait is that the third no no that's that is two. the second one that's two yeah yeah that is two and then like they sing the song i remember seeing this one specifically in the theater and when these like raindrops are falling on my head, I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and then they freeze frame him at one point, and the image just stays still on the screen. I even remember back then going, "Well, that's a decision. What the <laughs> fuck did we do? What is that?" Yeah. And then it goes back to a normal movie, um, and it's it's almost like you're watching a live action cartoon. If that makes sense, a little bit, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. In, in a good way. Like it's very, it's it doesn't take you out of it. You you know what you're in for, uh, and I still love it. It so the original three movies pretty good, um, really good actually. Uh, and then I watched the Andrew Garfield ones, and we've talked about this before. I love Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I do just too. Every, yeah, it's just everything else around him, uh, except for Gwen. Him and Gwen were great. Um. Uh, but everything else was just like the the villains I felt were terrible. Um, I I liked I liked the lizard. I I did. I thought he, I thought it was an interesting way because I liked that they stuck with the science side of everything. Yeah. And and oh, I thought yeah, the, okay, the first one's way better. Yeah. And I thought okay, fine. This ties into you know the the making the spider that bit him and 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 it it builds on that science a little bit. And that's like I I thoroughly enjoy the Amazing Spider Man. I really, really do. Um, especially, the first one's great. Yeah. The second one, the problem with the second one is Harry Osborn. Um, yeah. Oh. There's, there, and there's, you know, well, there's issues with Jamie Foxx too. But I feel oh, like, totally. I feel like if they had, if they had removed all the stuff with Harry, or at least the stuff where he, like, introduce Harry and have him do his, like, starting to take over Oscorp arc and he's mm-hmm. sick, blah, blah, blah. But stop before he takes the goblin serum or whatever the hell it is in that movie. Yes. Stop before you get to that. And that and then it's okay. And you can have and that gives more room to do more with Jamie Foxx cuz I really feel like there was there was definitely more they could have done with him that would have been really really cool. Well, they wanted to I think they did that cuz they wanted to kill Gwen. Yeah. Spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, for um, like a 10-year-old movie or whatever the hell that right. was. And that's the only reason they did that, or else you're right. They could have easily saved him, kind of going towards the Goblin as like a, as a after credit scene. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree. It's it's as if Sony, Sony has a problem adding a bunch to a movie and making it feel good, like well, just. And you've got to remember, back around this time, that was when they started talking about they were really gonna look to making a Sinister Six movie. And that was when that was the first time we started hearing about like all the spinoffs they wanted to do. And well, they did what they did what Warner Brothers did because I think Amazing Spider-Man came out the same year Avengers did. Did it? So, I believe so. I'll take a look. I'll, I'll yeah, take a look. I'll take uh, a one, look. one of them did. I think it was the first one. 
Um, I, you know, I was just thinking about that today real quick. quick I'll take a, a, side, a side tangent real quick. I remember seeing the Avengers, and every once in a while you get a film in these series where you're like, oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is definitely one of them. Endgame is one of them. Um, I feel uh, the original Avengers is one as well, but I remember seeing the Avengers like a month or two early. Or maybe it was like a month early when they had like a uh, special, I had like a special pass to see it uh, down uh, down in Orlando. And I remember leaving the theater like just like, holy shit, what did I see? And how am I going to hold this in for a couple weeks? Right. And I remember going out with my friends and I was like, I just saw the Avengers. And they were like, what? <laughs> you got to tell me what happens. And I just remember like. Oh my, like how how can I explain to you how how insane it was, especially like the scene where they're all together and the cameras moving around them. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember going to like a press screening for that um, years ago, and but I think it was around the same time as Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man came out uh, two months after the Avengers came out. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. And so that's what I think happened. Sony saw the oh shit. The, Disney is doing it. They 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 are able to fit all these 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 people in a, on the same screen, and they have a multiverse and not a multiverse, but they have multiple movies in the same universe running together, you know. And I, that's why I think they jumped the gun with Amazing Two, where they were like, let's just let's kind of set everything up. Where there's like a scene where he's like walking by of the the Doc Ock arms, and they're kind of going the same route, really, as Ultimate Spider-Man, how Osborn, you know, yeah, every, yeah, his, yeah, everything came from Oscorp. Yes, know. yeah. So, it, which is not a bad story. If you, hey, if you have a basis, to, it's wild if you think about it. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, universally loved. Yeah, they go to the movies, they try to take things from it. Not a fan, <laughs> but you take things like, uh, like. Um, you know, some some comics like One More Day or something like that, uh, and it's universally panned, and people love the movie. It's 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 crazy, uh, what a studio can do. All in the writing, man. <laughs> All in the writing, absolutely. All in the writing. Yeah. So going back and rewatching this was fun, uh, and it really made me like, you know, fuck. Andrew did not get his did not get justice. Uh, during these movies, he I felt like he really got screwed. I really do want to go back and look and see because from what I understand, there's a ton on the internet of what the plans were for Amazing Spider-Man three. Apparently, there's a cut scene of Mary Jane. There's a cut scene of Peter's dad just like showing up at the gravesite, going, "Oh, hey, Peter, I'm actually still alive." Yeah, there a lot of that is special features on the two right. DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, like, the plan was the next one was going to be clones, and so I'm 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 gonna I want to take a dive probably later this week and see what what that's all about. But going back and rewatching those, I just remember thinking, like, watching it, like, oh my god, like he can act, like he is an amazing fucking actor. Yeah. Oh, he uh, he killed it. I, I until until we saw what Tom Holland could do. Like he 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 was uh, hands down my favorite above Toby. Yeah. 
Like, I, I like Toby, and that's not a diss on Toby. It was just, I, he was the perfect kind, like, his awkwardness as Peter Parker was just fantastic. Like, yes. it wasn't cringe awkward. It was just like, oh my God, that's, yes, that is absolutely how awkward people are in high school. And yes. his Spider-Man was funny. He was quippy. And I, it was just, it was really, really good. He was emotional. He felt like a character. I, you know, you go back and watch the original and, you know, Tobey Maguire, God bless him, but he was very stiff in a lot of those scenes. Or, yeah. or, or sometimes just over exaggerated there was no like normal in between and andrew garfield definitely feel like feels like that um and we'll talk more you know later uh about that but i I just i i don't know i i I felt like he didn't get his uh he didn't get his due with those and uh especially i I just love the stuff between him and gwen like the whole movie i was like damn they they dated in real life right yeah yeah, so the chemistry is just there. Um, so yeah, so it, th- those are those are good movies. The second one's a little messy, uh, or I'm sorry, very messy with it. But like you said, some of the stuff could have been cut. Uh, but you know, it, I'm so glad I went back and rewatched those. Um, and that's what I did this last week. I I've done some other. Th- let's see, what did I, what else I do? I went back and I've uh, now. Because I never finished playing Spider-Man the 2018 game. Oh, really? Yep, yep. And now that I got the the new TV, I was like, oh, shit. I'm, this is the perfect time to do this because I want to check out the ray tracing and everything. And it is amazing. Um, so I'm up to the part in it where – oh, God. has Have they introduced Sable yet and all that yes, started? Yes, they've, they've introduced Sable. Okay. Um, uh, this is kind of – they've introduced Miles – Okay. And a big event just happened. I don't want to spoil what happens at it, but um, the negative people bomb it. And so Miles is like going through the. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I know we are. So, so, all that just happened. And I'm not too far after that. So, I don't know how much. My problem with that game is I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, oh there's yeah. backpacks. I have to collect all the backpacks yep. first. Yep. That was. That was what I did every t- any time I replay it. That is my first thing is to go do all the backpacks every yeah, time. So, yep, I went and did all the backpacks. Then I did all the science missions, and then I just I did it, I would I did all this the sightseeing and so I, and then I was like oh, you know what I I just I need to get through this game because I want to play the Miles one as well. So that's when I started hitting the story beats. Some of it's slower than others. Uh, the stealth stuff I could do I could do without, um, but. It's a lot of fun. That game is a blast. So yeah. Yeah, and, and Miles's game is phenomenal. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. I haven't. I think I booted it up, but I was like, no, there's no point on playing this if I haven't beat the original. Because you know, who knows? Uh, obviously, there's changes in the story, so I don't want to really spoil it for myself. Yeah. Um, but I'll eventually get to that. I've been playing some Pokemon. I've got like five gem badges in Pearl or Diamond. Uh, Final Fantasy, of course, uh, with my friends. But that's I. Th- what else did I watch? I know I watched something else recently since we talked, but I can't think of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely want to. I started The Witcher, but I just wasn't in the mood. So yeah, uh, and it was late. So I was like, okay, I'll wait till I have a day off to start this. 
Um, oh, Wheel of Time has been amazing. I know you probably you've dropped off, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I have. It's it's yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the season finale is next week, and I can't wait. It's so good. They've made some crazy changes. The last episode, I saw something that I've never seen in a movie or television show where they're, they're showing a – and this isn't that big of a spoiler, but they're showing um, the events that is set like uh, 19 years ago where one of the uh, Two Rivers uh, kids basically – their mother is on the side of a mountain that, you know, volcanoes happening. There's a big war happening and she is kicking ass. It's an amazing fight scene and she's totally pregnant the whole time. <laughs> and I'm just like, hell yes. She's kicking, she's grabbing shit, breaking necks, just going nuts. Um, and in the scene she gets stabbed and I like, I was, I was, <gasps> you know, and it was, it was just, it was so good. Um, one of the best cold openers, I think, for any show I've ever seen. So nice. Uh, yeah, season finale is um, this week, so I'm excited to see that. Same with Hawkeye is this week. Oh, that's the other thing I've caught up with Hawkeye. That's I need. That's something I need to to watch. Like, I haven't I haven't started it. You haven't been watching it a lot. Nope, not at all. I haven't had time, man. Oh I've had, man, I've had no time. I don't know if I should because it's not really a spoiler. There's things that tie into to no way to no way home. You should have watched. Oh, it. I'm oh I like I know like I was I they, was prepared for like I'm sure there's things that are happening that I'm that like I'm sure there's so, little things where I was like damn I missed this. Oh but yeah, I'll I'll get there. This is one of those times because this happens a lot where you're like, hey, some synergy would be really good on the television, comic book, or video game side yeah. where this comes out, something could tie into it and actually mean something. This is one of those times where Disney was like, we know what we're doing. We're going to put this specifically for that week that movie comes out, and it was perfect. Well, it was like uh, the, the episode of The Mandalorian that aired the day before 9 came out Yes, introduced the healing. whole thing of you know force healing exactly yep and so that this is kind of around it's it's a, it's it's sort of about the same thing so at least most people that saw it they'd be like okay this is where we're going <laughs> okay so yeah it's it's cool uh but yeah catch up with hawkeye man it's it's really good and it's very christmas themed it's very this holiday season uh it's it's a lot of fun. I think Hawkeye is one of the best shows that they've done. So I feel like their shows are just ramping up and getting better and better and better. Nice. Um, yeah, because we got we got one more, and that's this week. It's tomorrow, or probably when you guys hear this live, Hawkeye's out, and it'll be the season finale, um, which is cool. I think it's great that's happening this week. Um, uh, and yeah, I. That's about it, dude. I, I, <laughs> been keeping busy i've done a bunch of other stuff but non-entertainment uh uh surrounding um yeah dude there's okay so wait there was a um there was a video game awards right there, there was a video game awards um i i i didn't watch it and i've already like i'm looking back at like oh and here's the stuff that was announced and i all like i've already forgotten most of it <laughs> Okay. Um, so let's see what we had. There was I a. Pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. 
there was the the Matrix Awakens, like Unreal Engine. Oh, experience have you played thing. that? I I haven't checked it out yet. I did. It's interesting. You, it's a, it's just a, a tech demo. Like, here's an engine. Yeah. Here's our engine, and here's what it looks like, and it looks insane because it's this car chase on the highway, and you're going back and forth and shooting, and it's a fun little shooter. And then you're like dropped in the world, and it's interesting, but it's like a ten minute thing. Yeah. No, I didn't figure it was much. Um, yeah. But. You know, it's neat, and they put it out for free and everything, so that's yes. fun. Um, we got our first look at a problematic Star Wars game. Yeah. T- tell me about Quantum Dream, because I-, I hear from a lot of people they're, they're problematic. Remind me again what Quantic, what's going on with that. Quantic Dream was Activision before Activision. Current Activision. In terms of this is a toxic workplace environment and david cage in particular was embroiled in a lot there's there's been so 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 much controversy um but it's it's that thing of like these allegations are brought up and then there's you know the counter smear campaign and everything gets really ugly and then you know things go away and there's settlements or there's not settlements and then people refile lawsuits like it's it's messy and it's ugly and it's mm. it's it's unfortunate because the games are fantastic like detroit detroit was it detroit become human uh was was tremendous i love the whole they're the little like because they do like the interactive novel almost kind of game and yeah. they're really great storytelling um yeah. beyond two souls was gorgeous and i really enjoyed it yeah, wasn't Elliot Page in one of these? Yeah, yeah, was yeah in, he was in he was in, he was uh, in Beyond uh, Two Souls, Beyond Two Souls with Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Hmm. But so there, you know, that one's, um, you know, problematic is a good way to put it. Um, yeah, it says here bigoted, bigoted culture of harassment uh allegations yeah so damn yeah you would well, come on you would think they'd pick a better studio the, the, to me this kind of what i'm seeing especially with with this uh it i don't know it the high republic is uh i don't know it, the that time period is so much more progressive in the Star Wars universe, yeah, uh, than any other time period we've seen. Uh, and to think they would pick a studio like that, like if anything, give it to the the Mass Effect studio or the what was it called? My brain's Bioware. Yeah. Bioware, yeah, give it to someone like that. Um, yeah, well, the last uh, the last partnerships with EA have done so well for them. It's true, <laughs> and, and, and here's the problem. Like I was talking to a friend about this the other day, like. We haven't played any Blizzard games because of all the all the allegations and stuff like that. And but you can't like this day and age. I feel like it's hard to find a studio with no trouble. Yeah, and that sucks. It sucks. Yeah, because I was talking to her about Ubisoft and all of their issues. Um, the other one, who's the the? Uh, oh God, what's oh. Randy Pitchford, what's his what's his studio? Uh, Gearbox is that it? Gearbox, yeah. yeah. The like, the Borderlands people, right? The, yeah, the Borderlands people, and it's like I felt like every every game we were talking about, we're like, oh yeah, that studio, you know, it it's, it's terrible. It's I feel like any studio you 
especially big studio, you bring up it's just uh, terribleness. Same with Riot. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking at an article now just talking about how a lot of people are upset that uh, they're doing it. Yeah, that doesn't – Yeah. wonder how that will do. I, I think it will probably do a lot because it's Star Wars, but I wonder how many people are just really going to stay away from it because of the studio. Um, that will be interesting to see. It, yeah, it, yeah it, that'll be that'll be something to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah. Damn, I've never played any of those games, any of the Detroit Human Two Souls, any of these games. Yeah, Heavy Rain was their first big one. That was where we get the the Jason, Jason. Yeah. That's where it comes from. Oh, yeah. and it was it was a little Heavy Rain was a little rough, but it's it's one of those things where you you play it or you can watch a let's play of it and you're just like, okay, well this like this is different, right? And they they just kind of refined it as it went on. Like Detroit Become Human was fantastic. Um, but you know, again, it's, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, the trailer looked crazy. Trailer looked good. Yeah, it did. Yeah. They put a good, uh, they put a good trailer together. Yeah. Uh, Remedy announced that they're working on Alan Wake 2, which is an interesting idea. Yeah. I never played the first one. Yeah. It was all right. Like it's it was it's different. He's like a novelist, right? Yeah, like your your weapon is your flashlight. It's Ooh. it's one of those. It was it was neat. Alan Wake was was good, and they they released a remaster what a month or two ago, whatever now. Okay, cool. But um, we saw that uh, this one I'm kind of excited for because um, it's because uh, Monolith Productions is doing a Wonder Woman game. Yes, and, yeah, I and, saw that. Yeah, and Monolith did the Shadow of Mordor game. Yeah. So I'm down. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, you, oh, you think they'll have, like, a Nemesis system? I, mm, I don't know how they do it with that. I mean, you just have her go after... You, here's, here's what you do. Here's how you pitch that. Wonder Woman movie where Superman is off-planet... And Batman is being captured by the Joker. And you have her try to go through all of the Joker's henchmen to get to the Joker. And there are, like, bosses. And you can have, like, main Batman villains in there as well. Uh, and some Wonder, and some Wonder Woman, of course. I feel like Wonder Woman's ga- gallery isn't that big, though. So that's why you drop her in Gotham City or something like that. Uh, and you have her systematically take out uh, the Joker's henchmen. Or you don't have to do the Joker. You can do any of the other ones. But I think that's how you do Wonder Woman game with that system. Yeah. I I just don't know if, if you really bother with that system much, honestly. Really? I loved it. I, I thought like, it was I, great. I agree, but I think that it doesn't fit in this. Like, I don't think this game is a good fit for it. What do you What do you think they're going to do? I think it's going to be a little Just a hack and slash. I, not necessarily. Um, I I think it's going to play a little Arkhamy. Yeah. I think that could, just because I think that kind of set the tone, really. Like those, like those became the bar, really. Yeah. And if, especially if you have a game that's kind of undefined, 
you know, like it's easy to make to to say like, well, what are we gonna do with the Spider-Man game? Well, it has to be giant open map because you swing around, and that's the whole point of being Spider-Man. That's an easy one to start designing around. Like you have that, you I mean, know. They've you, done ones where you're trapped in a building. Yeah, and and how many of those were all that great? What was it, Shadow Dimensions or something like that? I, I thought it was pretty good. I, Shattered Dimensions was okay. But I mean the the ones that everybody loves, like the 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 Spider Man two game, was was another one that it's like, man, this was really fun because you got to swing around and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember. What was the one before Shadow Dimensions? Uh, Web of Time for some reason sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that's it. Because that was back when Beanox was doing them. Yeah, Edge so. of Time. Edge of Time. That's it. Yeah. I liked Edge of Time. I liked oh, Shattered Dimensions better, but I liked Edge of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I get what you're saying. That would be cool. Or, like, a God, a God of War, Wonder Woman. Like, she's kind of built for that, right? Yeah. Like, have her just kick ass as a, literally a God of War. <laughs> she's basically a god. Um, yeah. It's long overdue uh, for her to have her own big star game, yeah. so triple A games. So we've seen a million Batman games. We've seen a bunch of Superman game fail. Uh, let Wonder Woman. Yeah, we haven't uh, really had a Superman game for a hot minute. We haven't definitely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We haven't in a minute. But he has had his time. Let's, oh yeah. Oh no. I'm it. I'm all for like I'm excited about a Wonder Woman yeah. game. Like, I think a Flash game would be good too, or a Green Lantern as well. I want I want to see these other characters. Get there was phone. a Green Lantern game that tied in with the Cartoon Network show a while back, and it was pretty good. Oh, I want to play that. There was a Batman one that I wanted to play, I never did. It was because it was like on the Wii U or something like that. Um, it was a Batman cartoon game. It's like a beat 'em up. And I remember looking at it, going, "Oh my god, I want to play that." I think that was on GameCube. GameCube, maybe that. I remember it being the uh, what's his name, the voice. Oh god, the guy from the Drew Carey show. He was the Batman voice. Uh, Dietrich Bader. Dietrich Bader. Yeah. What was the name of that Batman series? The Batman, I think. The Batman. Yep. Let's see here. I, I feel like that. Like that might have been a Wii game. I don't think it was a Wii U game because they did. They were in Arkham for the Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh here it is. Batman the Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold, game. that's it. Yes, and I wanted to play that, but I never did. Batman the Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Yeah, we've had... Sorry, I'm that's, it up here. That's, Yeah, there's, and there have been tons of Batman games like nobody even remembers. Like, was it... Ri there's, a, there's a Batman Rise of something that I can't remember, and... There's, there just, there've been a ton. There've been so many Batman games. Yes, yeah, and they sell, so I don't, I don't blame them making Batman games. But, uh, God, it's time we get Wonder Woman or something. Yeah, it's just, it's just made for a video game. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, that was one of the, that was one of the trailers that stuck out. I was like, oh shit, Wonder Woman, hell yeah. <laughs> Because the other one that, like, I'm kind of tired of seeing now, which they showed again, uh, I'm tired of the Suicide Squad stuff. Yeah. And I feel like there's two games coming out. One of them is Suicide Squad. The other one is 
like Arkham. I don't know. Arkham Fli- Knights is that Arkham one. Knights. Yeah. I feel like they look like the same games, or maybe I'm crazy. They look like four player. Uh, Rocksteady games, right? I, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you you're not wrong. Yeah, I feel like they. Uh, they look like the same things, just different. Like one, you're playing the Bat Family. One of them, you're playing Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, and I have no interest in either one of those. No. But I, I, I did see the trailer for the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which it's an interesting twist. Yeah. Um, but I don't really care about the Suicide Squad. I am interested in the John Cena show, though. Yeah, in the Peacemaker show? The Peacemaker. I think that looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause he's just, I mean, he's a ham. Oh yeah. He's, he's absolute grade a USDA ham. Like it's, but oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Cause he's so good at it. Yeah. I forgot what, what I forgot what it was. One of the newer trailers and it talks about him believing in not believing in climate change. And they're like, you don't believe in climate change? And he goes, of course I don't. Why would Facebook lie to me like three times a week? <laughs> It's just so stupid. With with the absolute straightest face and utmost conviction, like it's it's. I don't know how you do that without, because the trick for something like that is to obviously not sound fake. And I'm just like, I, how in the hell do y'all do that? Yeah, he plays it. Man, John Cena understood the assignment, and he 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 just and he delivered. He delivered. Delivered. Yeah. So I am. I'm really looking forward to that. He named his eagle Eagly, like a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I can't wait for that. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. There's a Justice League. There's Suicide Squad game. Um, that looked kind of cool. Um, what were these other ones? Um, they showed another quick look at the Halo series, the t- yes. the TV series, where it's like, hey, look, it's Master Chief, and we're like, okay, yeah, and. Like, of course, it's yeah. Master Chief. I talked to a buddy this week. He was a huge Halo fan, and he was telling me the history of it and everything. And yeah, I look. I'm looking forward to that. I I, I want to. I want to definitely find out what that series is about. Yeah. Um. So yeah. There was uh there was some Horizon Forbidden West gameplay. Okay. Um. And it you know it looks like they said hey you know Horizon did really well we'll make some little polishing tweaks to it and do it again in different yeah. settings. Cool. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> so I'm good. Yeah. Like they did not need to go any fancier. Um, mm-hmm. they had, uh, they, they announced, uh, Sonic frontiers, which was basically an, what they called a quote, open zone Sonic game. A what zone? Open, open zone. Oh okay, yeah. It looked like a Sonic 3D. Yeah, it's like okay, that's that's cool. Open world um, Sonic game. Yeah, so it's, uh, all right, whatever. Um, I prefer the 2D ones. I I do too. Yeah. Um, and then of course that was when we got our first look at the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer. Yep. Which looks <laughs> absolutely dope. Like, sign yeah. me up. Let's go. I I am so happy that Jim Carrey is just Jim Carreying all over the place. Oh yeah. Like up down. He's he. He has it down pat. Yeah. Classic Jim Carrey is funny. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Because it's because I mean, you think about it. Doctor Robotnik is a ridiculous character. Yes. But yeah, exactly. so you, you need somebody who can be a little over the top without without it feeling like an act. Yeah. And nobody does that better than Jim Carrey. Right. Like oh yeah. Everybody else, you're like, I can tell you're not really like. I mean, you know, you may be a fantastic actor who can do over the top well, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's just he's just natural with it. I remember seeing an interview where one of the people told him like the Grinch is their favorite Christmas movie and the Gr- and he does like the whole Grinch face and like one of the lines from it. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit. I thought that was like prosthetic. <laughs> like, no, this is, you totally did the entire face and it's, yeah, he, he embodies whatever he's doing. Yeah. Nah, he, he doesn't fool around. Like yeah. he's, he's 100%. Oh yeah, and you can tell he's just having a ball. With oh him. yeah, he's having oh, fun. God, he's having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, I put this up on my dream board, and it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I love it. But, um, that was fun to see. Yeah. The uh, um, what is it? What's the Hellblade Two game? The what now? Hellblade Two. Oh, soon as uh, shoot, yeah. Suna Saga. Okay, so this is an Xbox ex- exclusive, right? Yeah, because they bought Ninja Theory, right? They bought Ninja Theory, yeah. Because I think the first one was on PlayStation. Yeah. And this just looked insane. Yes. Yeah, so this it, looks so, like, so good. Yes, and it was uh, Sacrifice was the first one. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it, it was, it was a game. It was, yeah. it was really a something. And I think that's why Microsoft was like, yeah, we'll take that studio. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's I'm I, I, I don't know. Like, I will get around to that one at some point. Like, that's not going to be a day one for me, but it's definitely going to be one that goes on my list of like I want to play that at some point for sure. Oh. oh yeah, absolutely. I don't have an Xbox, but I, I I'm sure my PC can run that. Um, oh yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, that'll be something for sure. Now that's gonna be yeah, that'll be on. On Xbox Game Pass. Yep. First party Which, studio. I mean, here I am. I haven't even played the single player Halo yet. I keep wanting to get to it. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> yet either. And I yeah. like I keep looking at it and I'm like, yeah, I wanna play that. And I have just I just have no time. Yeah. Yep. The curse of being an adult. You have yeah, right. uh, all all the ability to get the games, but no time to play it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I was talking to my friend, or you know, her kids are off for like a couple of weeks now. Just remember having like two or three week break where you didn't have to do anything, you didn't have to go anywhere, you had no responsibilities. I miss it. <laughs> um, yeah, what what else they have there? The Elden Ring. Did you see the new trailer for it? I d- no, I'm not interested. What? I'm not interested. That's probably the most interested I'm in for a game, except for the well, the Star Wars ones. I was until I found out all about everything going on with that studio. Yeah. Um, but Elden, Elden Ring. I mean, Elden Ring is you know George R. R. Martin wrote a Souls game. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll pass. I'm, I'm I, definitely gonna try it. You're welcome to it. Let me know how it is. I like Bloodborne. Was Bloodborne a Souls game? It was a Souls game light, basically. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. This looks like this looks cool. Like the world that they're setting up and everything. It looks oh, it's, crazy. It's going to be a whole big gigantic world, but I think it's going to collapse under its own weight. I don't think Elden Ring's going to be good. I 
Okay, so let's do a small little tiny bet. Yep. I think Elden Ring is going to be game of the year when it comes out. Nah. And it comes out like early next year, right? Yeah. I don't know a better game that's going to be coming out next year. I pick one. I don't care. I, what, I, if, what do we have coming out next year? I'll so take that back. What should we go by? Like IGN? Should we go game of the year for the video game awards? Yeah, let's go. Let's go VGAs. We'll go. Okay. We'll go VGAs because that's kind of the big official deal. I bet Elden Ring takes it. Now, I totally get if Souls games are not your cup of tea. That makes sense why you wouldn't want to play it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's why I'm not interested in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I think that. I have, and here's my thing. Souls games suffer from a similar kind of syndrome to Game of Thrones in that there is a lot stuffed in there. And I think yeah. if you mix the two, I think you run a risk of the idea that we're going to build this whole big, gigantic, holy shit, amazing world and everything, and you wind up collapsing kind of under the weight of your own unintended pretentiousness. I think there's just it's just a risk of doing way too much all at once. I would love to be wrong, and I hope this is the kind of masterpiece that it keeps getting hyped up as. I'm all for it. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think... I think it's actually going to... Not only do I think I won't enjoy it, because I know I won't enjoy it. That's neither here nor there. I genuinely think it's going to collapse. Really? Yeah, see, I I feel the opposite, because Souls games are definitely not my cup of tea, because they're very hard, and I've always assumed that was the barrier for a lot of people. They just can't enjoy the game because it's extremely hard. But that's also the reason why a ton of people love those series. That's sure. specifically why they like Soul series is because of how brutal it is. You're beating your head against a wall just to get anywhere. Um, but this one looks a little bit different to me. I don't know. It, it, to me, because I liked the Bloodborne theme. That's what caught my eye with that one. And I got nowhere near beating it. I didn't, you know, I played six hours maybe of it i have no idea and i really i enjoyed the time i had with it but i was like i'm done um and what i did with that one is the creative character in bloodborne was so damn good i followed a youtube video to how you can make your character look like the joker so i was like <laughs> oh i'm just gonna play this like as his nightmare and and i had fun with that and i let it go because i was like it just got way too hard and if it gets too hard, I'll just turn it off. So I'm a feeling that's what's going to happen with Elden Ring. But besides my not liking super difficult games, I'm putting that aside. I think it looks amazing. Uh, I think it looks incredible um, with uh, just all the creatures and stuff that they're putting in it. Um, it looks like just batshit crazy. Uh, um, I'll give you. I'll give you three that come out next year that will contend for game of the year okay horizon forbidden west eh, okay uh because uh, you got to remember uh zero dawn was was universally received it was uh, yeah um saints row oh no no way yeah oh yeah oh hell yes way absolutely no, saint rose is not mm. yeah yeah it is uh and starfield Okay, maybe Starfield. And those are just ones with actual announced dates. Maybe Starfield. But 
I feel like game of the year is now going to a lot more indie stuff anyway. So there's probably a game coming out next year that we haven't even looked at where it's just going to be a dar- an indie darling that everyone is in love with. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. Uh, I think you're right. This game is hyped as hell. That's all anyone's talking about. So. Oh, no, never mind. I found next year's game of the year. What's that? God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, that could definitely be it. And it's way more accessible, you know. People can easily play God of War and they can turn the difficulty down. And yep. that's way more accessible than Elden Ring. Um, but that's not I, – I still think Elden Ring will take it. So we'll do a fun little bet. Shake, we'll, we'll virtually shake hands. Shake, shake. There we go. Good, Good. firm handshake. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. I, I think that's that's cool. Um, we'll add that to our other bet about the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah, it's oh man. Ugh. Yeah, let's see if that goes to DVD or I guess Blu-ray. Yeah, 4K. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I am interested in seeing what this TV's like with the 4K. 4K, 4K Blu-rays. I have the Lord of the Rings. Oh. And, oh, yeah. It looks amazing. Dude, I've been diving into settings with this thing. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, hell yeah. And there's so much. And I'm kind of torn. Do you – have we talked about this before? Do you like the soap opera effect or do you not like it? I don't know. I don't see it a lot. And I think I think the thing is that because I don't see it a lot, when I see it, it's it's so jarring. It's jarring. I yeah, think I, I think if I saw it more often, I'd probably get more used to it, and I'd be fine with it. Yeah, and I've tried to find a sweet spot. I remember seeing it for the first time years ago on my stepbrother's TV, and I was like, it was like, oh my god, what am I looking at? It looks like I've seen this movie before, but now it looks like it was shot with a channel news two camera. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how I felt about it. Uh, and now with this one, what I've done is I basically followed this guide where some of them are liked, if you want it exactly like the filmmaker maker intended, but sometimes it's not good though. Cause sometimes it makes it too dark and like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I get that's how the filmmaker wanted it, but I want it a little bit brighter. I want a little bit more pop. And so I've adjusted some things and I put all of that, um, all of that, uh, smooth stuff all the way down. Uh, cause at first I had it on low and I was like, I, what I'll do is I'll watch the, uh, some of the Netflix series on the low version and it looks cool. But if there's a lot of fast moving stuff, I, I turn that off. So it looks like cinematic movement Yeah, and not like, um, we're standing in a soap opera, um, kind of movement. But anyway, um, I've been messing with that. So yeah, I don't know why. I, oh yeah. That, the reason why I went on this tangent, I really want to see some 4k movies, not streaming, but like actual discs. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Spider-Man is going to be one, definitely one of the ones that I get Yeah. Uh, to see. Uh, and you know, I don't know. I feel like the ones I have now, they're, you know, like, Lord of the Rings is older stuff, so it looks great, but it's older. It's not like it's it's 4K upscaled. Upscaled, yeah. It's not like in game or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna be looking forward to that. Uh, I, yeah, that's maybe that's what I'll pick up. I'll go get. I I just I saw recently that Best Buy had some sales on their Marvel movies, um, but I don't know if they're still doing it for Christmas. 
I'm sure all that shit's they, sold out. They, I, they might be. I don't know. They might. Yeah, I might pick up one of those to test it out. Um, but yeah, I basically skipped. I, I haven't collected movies in a very long time, so I got jaded because it was like, well, everything's on streaming now. And, yeah. Right. And there's, you know, I felt like once I started getting Blu-rays, they came out with 4K. So I was like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> what the hell have I been doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I want to pick up something to, to check it out on it. Sorry, where were yeah. video game nerds? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> they're doing, so here's one for you. Telltale is doing a, a prequel to The Expanse as a video yeah, game. That was exciting. <laughs> hell yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, I was looking at that. But, and I mean, nothing, like, there wasn't really anything else that, that jumps out at me, honestly. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, they they showed some cool stuff for Saints Row, and... Uh, Dune Spice Wars looked pretty cool. They just showed, like, a trailer. Yeah. But, I mean, there was, you know, I mean, there's little bits of stuff here and there, but I... You know, I just wasn't crazy about a whole lot of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we'll see what uh, next next year should be an interesting year for mm-hmm. for video games for sure. Yeah. Uh, next next year, I think is PlayStation's year to lose, just because they have Horizon coming out in February and God of War hopefully coming out holiday. Well, what do you mean to lose? I I think. Because I mean, this. I think, well, I mean, I think PlayStation lost this year. Well, but I mean, next year, like with those two kind of bookending the year, it's like they've set themselves up like they want next year to be their year for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Like they didn't really have anything big this Isn't year. I feel big, like Ratchet and Clank. That's about it. Yeah, which I mean, that did well. People really liked it, but yeah, that one's not moving the needle. Well, it's crazy to think they didn't have a big game for Christmas time. Yeah. You know, and say what you want. That's like that's that you got to have one game at least yeah, around gotta, this time of year. Yeah, to get you've got to have something. You have to have something. Even Absolutely. Nintendo had a couple. They had Pokemon. They had like they had something. They had Metroid. Yeah. Um, but this time of year, Xbox perfectly timed it. They got Halo. Yep. Uh, they got Halo. They got Forza. Um, which game of the year? Apparently, <laughs> I still haven't played it, but. Hey, those games are amazing. Anytime I touch it, I'm like, God, this is this is how a racing game should feel. Yeah, no, God, I love I love Horizon. I don't like the regular Forza because it's you know I don't like I don't like sim racing games. I like them arcadey and kind of goofy. Hell yeah! And yeah. Horizon just Horizon is fantastic for that for me. Yep, yep. And hey, man, it was game of the year. A lot of people loved that game. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, definitely Xbox killed it this year. I feel like the the more they keep doing good for the consumer the the they're going to win yep. uh, and i really think they're going to win this generation there's there's that i have actually no doubt about it uh playstation of course are gonna have some amazing bangers they're gonna have god of war and stuff coming out but they then, if they don't step up and come up with a game pass competitor they're gonna be in the dust well, there was some news that that's, that's exactly what they're doing starting next year. I, yeah, they've been... I mean, here's the thing. PlayStation Now technically predates Game Pass, but it's right. not anywhere remotely near as good. Yeah, they're apparently they're combining their um, uh, PlayStation Plus service and a 
uh, Game Pass competitor, they're calling it, which is basically the PlayStation Now, uh, together. So I'm assuming, and it says uh, starting next year, I'm assuming that's what PlayStation Plus will turn into, is that you will have access to a ton of games just to download, just like you will with Game Pass. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's not going to be day and date. They're not going to do that with PlayStation titles. Xbox, hats off to them for doing that. I yeah. wish PlayStation would. I, I would love for them to, but they won't. They won't, yeah. Um, oh, but by the way, real quick, Star 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 Trek Re, uh, Resurgence. Did you see that one? Oh, the like post the next generation one? Yeah, yeah. It was from Dramatic Labs. It's uh, Tall Tale Variants. So, yeah, or Veterans, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to play that. I love Star Trek. Um, but, yeah, no, anyway, the... Yeah, I, I really think I, I think Xbox is they, they're they've now they're getting the studios they're they're getting the games out there, they're already ahead of the curb with these games that they're putting out. Um, if Sony doesn't figure something out real quick, the one thing they have on Xbox or they did last generation was the games, and Xbox has corrected that. X- Xbox has absolutely course corrected that. Yeah, so. You know, and they have everything else to offer with the Game Pass and whatnot. If if, if I just had a, if I just had an Xbox right now, I just have Game Pass. That, there's no reason to. I'd be perfectly content with that. Um, and with PlayStation now, you know, my friend she was saying she wanted to get it. I was like, why? Like, there's she went or she wanted to get PlayStation Five. I'm like, there's no rush. I was like, it's sitting over there. I never get on it. I'm on Discord with you on on PC playing with my friends like i have no i get on that when like no one's around or like you know there's no one to do anything with i'll just jump on that and play spider-man or something when i don't want to be social uh at all i'll jump on there and play spider-man but like i jump into destiny nobody's in it there's and then you know i just have older games to play there's nothing recent that i'm excited about I looked it up and coming, and I'm like, there's nothing coming that I care about. Yeah. <laughs> that they're advertising. So, yeah. Except for, you know, it shows basically um, El- Elden Ring. <laughs> that's it. But that's out. That's on everything. So, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it from the game uh, awards. Real quick, before we get into Spider Man, I have to say. Seeing this movie has made me want to pick the comics back up again. Yep, I I I just getting ready to start back up just post uh, brand new day because I really want to read Slots Run all over again. Like Hell it's yeah. it's my favorite. It's aside from aside from Ultimate Spider Man, uh, Dan Slots Run on Amazing and Superior. Mm-hmm. Like that whole that his entire was it decade that he did it. Whatever, yeah, oh yeah. whatever the hell madness it was, like that's it's it's my favorite Spider-Man stuff. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a ton in there that I never read. Um, I think with his with Dan Slot stuff specifically, um, I think I read. Oh, what was it? Um, I think I, uh, his uh, uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. That I read a lot of that, and I read a lot of. When he started a corporation or whatnot. Oh yeah, back when uh, uh, when he did uh, was it Parker Industries, right? Parker Industries, yeah. yes. Yeah. So everything outside of that though is kind of a uh, you know I heard things or whatever. Maybe I picked up an issue now and then, but 
Yes, I'm right there with you, man. I'm glad we're we're synced up right there with that because yep. as soon as I saw it, I was like, I want to dive back into it. And specifically, I want to dive back into Spider-Man. Um, and I started rereading Ultimate because uh, it's so good. Uh, I think I even reached out to you. I was like, damn, how, how long has it been since you've read that? Uh, or I know you've you've read all of Amazing. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Twice. Twice. <laughs> I could and don't chapter and verse quote me on any of it because yeah. it's like 800 issues and fuck but oh, yeah. like it was I did it once a handful of years ago so it was a, it was yeah. down it was down a few I think it was still it was I think it was like when it hit 700 like right okay. when they did the big switch to superior I was like I need to go through and just read everything and I yeah. had and this was before I had Marvel Unlimited. So what I had found was at Walmart, I had found a CD-ROM that had, like, the first 400 issues on it. Oh, wow, okay. And I, I know I still have that somewhere to this day. Yeah. <laughs> but it was one that, you know, I mean, it was a thing that, that, you know, they put out, and, you know, I think it was, like, 20 bucks or something, whatever. And it was... I mean, it's, it was a rough read because they weren't PDFs and it was like their own, it was like a little program that they had all of them in and it was a little awkward as hell. Was it 11 discs? I, I, it, maybe? 40 years of The Amazing Spider-Man, 11 disc CD-ROM collection of 500 plus Spider-Man comics. Send me the, it might have been, send me that so that I can see what the artwork looks like. Okay. Because that might be it. And if that's it, I would if because I'll know it as soon as I see it. I think I'll I've know. Seen an X Men one of this. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I remember because like I picked it up and it was and I was just like, oh okay. And then it, like I had it for a long time before I actually. Uh, nope, that is not it. Okay. No, this is one. this is later than that. Okay. Yeah, the one that the one that I have was a lot earlier. Uh, okay. Here's another one. But yeah, no, this is not it. This one's really nice. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Every issue through December 2026. I'm sorry, 2006. Yep, that's the one. 575 complete printable comics. All <laughs> annuals. One DVD-ROM. That makes sense. One DVD-ROM. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Still have still have that sitting around somewhere. I know oh, I do. Oh, wow. Which is, which is wild. And I mean, this thing was, you know, it was like... 10 or 20 bucks, whatever. Like, I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. But. God, that's insane. The, the one copy of it that's on, that somebody's selling through Amazon is 130 bucks. Oh, you still oh, have it? Hell. Somewhere. Like, I, oh, I man, know, like, it's, it's in a case in a storage unit somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I held on to it. I know I did. But. God damn, okay. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's nuts. Yeah, these things are super collectible, man. Especially uh something like that. They don't they don't make any more just because specifically you have you have um uh Marvel Unlimited. Now with Unlimited there probably are some random ones missing, which is wild to me. I don't understand that. I wonder if it's I don't know if it's a a fight with an, an artist or something like that maybe right or you know some kind of controversy or you know some things um, where they're just like we're just gonna pull this one because you know like i get right. that i understand that right and it's their service they can do whatever they want with it and if you really want it that bad 
go out and find it somewhere. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Imagine. I imagine that DVD is just full of a bunch of just files, just images. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I remember. It's just like it's it's just comics. I don't think yeah. I don't think they were PDFs. No. Comics are what CBR or something like that. Yeah, but you can do them as PDFs though. Comic book reader. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't. God, I don't remember. So that's I, what you started with. Yeah, yeah. Back when, back when I when I did that a handful of years ago, I mm-hmm. I went through that and that got me caught up. I forget, I forget where that had me leave off at. I don't remember what issue. Um, yeah, I, I could. We talked about it. Yeah, and it was. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna do this now. Cause I'm insane. <laughs> yeah, because I remember talking about you one. I was like, "Damn, I want to do that with the X Men." <sighs> Good luck with that. <laughs> but it's so much. Well, and here was the other thing with that. I didn't do like the only time I did any of the other series was if it was part of an arc. Right. Like I didn't go through and do amazing and spectacular. And, mm-hmm. you know, the web of Spider-Man and, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, all that. No, I did not do all oh, of that. No, shit. that, would be, that <sighs> would be insane. That's, yeah, no thank you. Uh, hard, hard pass on that. Thanks. Yeah. Now, Dan Slott, he probably was the longest run yes. that I can think of. Yeah, I think, any, I think longest single run on Spider-Man almost certainly has to go to Dan. Yeah, because um, he had, let's see here, there's... He did. He started with big time. Nah, Spider-Man. he st- nah, he started with uh, brand new day. Oh, okay. So he started with brand new. Day. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he 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 jumped on right after the giant controversial. Hey, let's right after uh, right after marriage. yeah, right after one more day. I I okay. thought. Now hang on, I may be wrong about that because I tend to I for some reason, brand new day doesn't sound like Dan. It, to me brand new day is, is is him yeah it's is it okay yeah it's right yeah so it says here brand new day issue volume one yeah uh dance dance slot that was slot yeah okay so that was when that was yeah. when he started was right after right after the the deal and the marriage and and all of that stuff that was when he came on yeah it was right where they were like yeah. okay here's spider-man not not married broke as hell it was it was like the cleanest not clean as not clean at all. I should say. No, it was it was it was messy. So, like it. It's messy. Right? The it 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 set the new established quo. Right. The established status quo. There we go. There was a word missing in there. Um. But it was the road to get there was really like it was messy. Yeah, Unnecessarily. You know, yeah. One more day is not a fun read. Um, right. especially cause that last issue is like four pages of just Pete and MJ staring at each other mm-hmm. and it's awkward. Um, yeah, but I, you know, the problem was they wrote themselves into a corner right? and they, they, they had the only way out of it was to make a deal with the devil. That Didn't was, they, what's one moment in time? That is the actual making everybody forget Peter Parker was Spider-Man. That's what that is, and that came later. That came like a year later, right? Yes. They, now you see, in, because I'm pretty sure in Brand New Day, everybody has forgotten Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but yes. they don't, like, they didn't address it. And From it, what I understand, they, 
uh, MJ whispered something in Mephisto's ear, and he was like, "Oh, that sounds, you know, let's do that." Yeah. And then you found out a year later that she made it so that because I guess people were not happy that he made a deal with the devil. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Uh, and people were <laughs> rightfully like, well, this is what? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, they made it so that he didn't technically make a deal with the devil. It was other things that happened, right? Right. Like Doctor Strange or something. One, one moment in time is Strange, Stark, and Mr. Fantastic, as members of the Illuminati, pooled their particular talents and yeah. created this bio-organic magic technovirus, basically, that they spread all over the globe that made people forget Peter Parker was Spider-Man. It's hella convoluted. Oh, it's it's wild. And it's it's the most it's why and nobody talks about Stark and Reed well, as part of it. It's all yes. like like Strange gets all the blame for it. But yeah. they were involved in that shit too. Yeah. And I'm wondering, should we talk about this later when we get it? Should we talk about um, No Way Home non-spoilery or should we just go into spoilers? Let's let's just right up front. Let's just go spoilers because I'm let's not going to be yeah. able to like I can't not yeah. like once I get going, I'm going to get going. So okay, this is yeah. so if you're this... listening and you've not seen it, go see it and then come back. And then, yeah, we're going to go into full spoilers now because that's why I wanted to talk about the series because of how much. They did right in the movies by pulling from some of the worst convoluted stories. Yeah. And they made it so much smoother, so much easier to digest. And people, when they, I don't know a single person who goes, well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're just like, oh, yeah, no, okay. They've set the boundaries. They set the rules with what can happen. And they did it so clean in the movie. Um, and it's, you're right, man. This has made me really want to go back. Now, I don't know. If I am crazy enough to go back to the original, to number one, I really wish I had that that drive to do that. I kind of wish I do, but I feel like I, I get I'll tell you, out. man, that first couple hundred are a tough read because they're, you know, 60s, 60s. 70s. Like, it's it's rough. Old yeah. old Marvel is, is, is a hard read. It really oh, yeah. is. Like, oh, I, yeah. I love it, and it sets up a lot, but, I mean, it's... It is the G. Willikers dialogue, and it's oh, golly gee, it's it's. I'm telling <laughs> you, man, shucks, it's just difficult, you know. Oh, yeah. it's oh, it's painful. It's it's of its time, and you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's of its time. You know, mm -hmm. fifty years from now, if they're still writing Spider-Man, which is insane, um, the fact yeah. that it's you know six. What are we? Sixty years. 60, mm -hmm. 70 years now. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. What was it? Fantasy 15 was 60... Shit, I can't remember. Um, 60... Was it 61? 62? Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, like just the idea that it's gone on that long is, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But I, you know... They'll look. They'll look back on this August of '62. God, this is going to be Spider-Man's 60th anniversary coming up next year. Jesus. Holy fuck, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's you know it is very of its time. Yeah. It's 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 tough. Oh, it's it's tough to get through. But I mean, you know, you get you get issues. Was it 30, 33, Right. That has the the iconic image of him holding up that that you know wreckage. 
in the with the water pouring down like that's which they they did they did that homage to in homecoming when vulture drops the building on him like that's and they pulled that from there like that's yes you get that kind of image and you're like holy shit this dude is strong like oh yeah damn um you know and you get first appearances of everybody you know some of them a little better than others um the, there's a lot of there's a lot of copyright law discussed in early Spider-Man because he's really? trying to he, because Peter's trying to market Spider-Man and he goes to an agent and an agent's like okay you just have to sign your name and of course he's not going to sign his name right <laughs> there's, it's it's you know it, it's so it is so of its time and but it makes for a really fun time capsule though mm-hmm. like to go back and just be like oh yeah this is how this was back then that's right yeah it's yeah it's something yeah i def- I, th- I think maybe i'll do that maybe i'll pull out the old ipad and uh a lot of this i'm assuming is on marvel unlimited oh yeah oh i'm pretty sure sh- i'm pretty sure all of it is on yeah. unlimited yeah i think i'm gonna do that then it probably looks pretty damn good too digitally oh yeah um yeah oh man i want to do that yeah because yeah i feel like spider-man's had like Okay, look the 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 what's that recent Spider-Man? Um, the Lifetime? What was it called? The Lifetime of Spider-Man? Or oh, the one that was the one that you sent me, right? Yes. Yeah. Where they kind of go through the generations, the sixties, the seventies. Well, where the they 80s did, and yeah, 90s. where they where they basically did like okay, Peter Parker was a teenager at nineteen sixty two. Mm-hmm. Let's let time progress. Yes, yeah, and it goes through like some of the major beats of those generations with the uh, <laughs> with the clones and stuff like that. Oh God, the clones. I thought that was really good. But yeah, no, looking back at these Dan Slot ones, Spider Island. I uh, mean, God, Spider Island was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Road to Seven Hundred, Superior yeah. Spider Man. Superior was so good too. Oh, I yeah. I loved Superior. Because yeah. it was it was so different, and of course you know it sets up when he comes back. Like the way he comes back is fantastic. He wrestled because he's he's losing. Ock is losing to Osborn, yeah. and they you know because Osborn's found a way to get around the the surveillance network that Ock has set up, and he's building the Goblin Empire, and mm-hmm. and then you just have the shot of of after. After Peter gets back in control of himself, and and the whole time, like Goblin has been taunting Ock because he knows, and mm. you know, and uh, and Octavius has has been out about like, well, shit, okay, he found me out, yeah, and and then they after Peter takes control, the next time he sees Goblin, he says something, you know, Osborn says something to him. And Peter just shoots back with like, yeah, but at least I would have a better, uh, at least I wouldn't have that purse. Oh, yeah. And it and the 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 next frame is just Osborne's face drops and he just goes you. And yep. it's it's just oh, it's, it's perfect. It's so just simple and so well done. Oh yeah. But it's like that's that sums it up where you just have where he just knows these two characters know each other so well mm-hmm. that it's just oh Oh, okay. So here we are again. And then, of course, that's where it all goes to shit for Norman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, hey, I, I get, Superior Spider-Man was its own 
comic, but was did they cancel Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. Okay, so they yes. canceled it, did Superior, and when they brought back Amazing... They picked up where the numbering... I don't like that. Now, here's where I don't remember if they picked up... From the 700, whatever. Yeah. I forget if they went to 701 at that point. I think they did. I think, I think they restarted them. I think they just called it Amazing Spider-Man number one. They might have. And then yeah. when they got close to 800, they started changing it back. They I, started changing it I, back. I, oh, yeah. That's right. I'm yeah. seeing it here. Yeah. That's, that, sounds, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Amazing Spider-Man up to issue 32. It carried directly into Amazing Spider-Man 789. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then it was like Villainous Returns, the grand finale. Okay, that's when they were doing the um, – they did the where he was with his uh, – the corporation and then the clone conspiracy. Yeah. And then um, the Red Goblin grand finale. Yeah, Red Goblin was a fantastic – like Red yeah. Goblin is a terrifying thought. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. is – and, I, and I've, I, I've got to believe that that was something – Early on, where Slot was like, I know how this is going to end. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you mix if you mix Carnage and a Green Goblin, you don't get any more frightening than that. Right, like, yeah. That's just, holy hell. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at all of these. Oof. Yeah, going going down swinging. It was, it was, what, Code Red, and then it was going down swinging were the last yeah. couple arcs. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of man. That would be fun to go back and reread. That's yeah, yeah. Basically, from two thousand and eight till um, two thousand eighteen. Basically, yeah. He had yeah. he had that he had a decade. Yeah, I think Nick Spencer did it, and I don't even think there's like a permanent Amazing Spider-Man writer right now. Like, who is? I don't think there's. I remember looking. I think it was today or yesterday. I went. It was like, who's currently writing Spider-Man? Um, uh, and I don't, th- I think it was like, it was Nick, um, Spencer. And then, cause he took over after Dan, right? He took over after Dan, but hold on. Let me look at it real quick. But he only did, I feel like he only did a handful. Cause they're what? They're back up to like 80 something now, right? Yeah. They've oh, been they're, right. They're at 87 now. Yeah. God, they're almost at 900. So yeah, it was Nick Spencer up until, let's see. 72. Oh, well, that's not a bad, that's not a bad run. No, no, not at all. And then it's like a bunch of different other writers uh, huh. after that. Yeah, uh, I but, haven't, I've only read the first couple of Spencer's run. I kind of fell off, I fell off pretty hard after 801, after the end of Dan's. Yeah. Um, but I read the first few of Nick's and I liked what he was doing. Um, yeah. And then I just never, I just never kept reading it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when they changed the status quo yet again where they – because Dan brought him all the way up where like he had a corporation and all this other stuff. And then they were like, nope, now he is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man again. Well, but and Dan – like Dan collapsed that by the end of his run though. He did. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, by the end of Dan's run, he put the toys back in the box. Yes. And then handed off to the next person where it was kind of like Peter Parker is – down on his luck and he doesn't have the money of the corporation anymore. And uh, what was interesting about Nick's at the beginning of this is he had a roommate, which is boomerang. So he had like, a yes, that was, that was wild. 
Yeah. That was so fun because then he got to be, you know, he got to do Spider-Man trivia at the bar with no name. Yes. <laughs> that was a fun, like that was a fun scene. Like I, yeah. like that really made me laugh. Yeah. And I think right now, I don't even think Peter Parker's currently in the Spider-Man books. I think it's Ben Riley. I bet. I, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Now? Yeah. I think Ben Riley's taken over as Spider-Man. When the hell did this happen? I think he might be. I think Peter Parker might be in a coma. I'm not sure. Oh, shit! Here we go again. All right, all right. Yeah. I got to go back and start rereading Spider-Man again. If they're bringing, if they're bringing Riley back, I have to get involved here. Yeah, I think he's been like this here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At least ten issues that I can see. So what did did Nick end his run? And they were like, "Well, fuck. We just have to put Peter Parker back on the shelf for a while." I think that's what happened. I'm I'm reach I'm, I've reached out to one of my friends who stays up to this religiously. I just haven't gotten he hasn't gotten back to me yet, and because I, I asked him like, what is the status quo right now? Because, like, right now would be the time for Marvel Comics to have a permanent writer to be like, here's what we're doing in Spider Man since you guys all just saw the movie. Yeah. Um. But from what I understand, it's Ben Riley that's in, under the suit right now. Holy hell. Um, yeah, so I'm not I'm not exactly sure. And how I, did they bring Ben back? Like he's been dead, dead for a long time. I don't know. I guess what we'll the. I mean, I know deaths out. in the comic. I know deaths in comic books are never permanent, but yeah, like it well, wasn't. Was, it wasn't like a oh, we thought he was dead. Nah, he was dead. Well, he was around during. Oh no, that's right. He okay, that's right. They reintroduced him in the clone conspiracy. The clone conspiracy because yeah. he was the jackal. It wasn't Doctor. Yes. It wasn't. Ah, uh, uh, I can't remember that. It wasn't the name. jackal. Yeah. Yeah. He because he was the jackal. He, he was, was the jackal, he was the right. one under the mask. Yes, I yeah. think that's how they bring him back in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in one of these, I think like issue eighty or something like that. It's, it's. Doc Ock and Aunt May uh, oh God, not going again. to seek help because uh, he's in a coma. <laughs> okay, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 80.1. It says, with her nephew at death's door, May Parker's not just going to go sit, ar- not just going to sit around accepting that Peter's elements aren't solvable with conventional means. Aunt May is going to seek unconventional means by the way of her ex-fiance, Doctor Octopus. One of the most controversial couples in comics history is back together, and they're Peter Parker's only hope of living through beyond. Basically, I think she gets his help to go get somebody out of jail, or I don't know. But like Doc Ock is like, I'm on it. <laughs> because May, because he would do like if May came yes. and asked him for help, he would do it. Exactly. That was God. That was a weird fucking story. Yeah. So. But I mean, that's that's part of that's part of the canon. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that was something that that slot referenced. I mean, he he brought Ock back. He brought the the superior Doctor Octopus back during going down swinging. Like, that's who took that's who took care of Aunt May during the Red Goblin shit. And maybe I'm crazy, but I got the feeling that everyone in the theater. There was it wasn't a pop when that happened when 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 they're talking to each other in the uh, in the um, in the apartment in the movie in No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, but people were like laughing at that. They were like really into that scene. Yeah. I I must have seen this. I swear to God, with the best Spider-Man audience I could have possibly seen it with. Nice. They were excited during moments that were exciting. 
all of the Easter egg moments they popped for. Like I said, even when Doc Ock was talking to me, they, I felt like the room was laughing more than you typically would during, like, just two people talking or whatever. Sure, because that's... Well, and here's the thing. Like, opening weekends, you're going to get, like, especially those first few nights, yeah. you're going to get the comic book nerds. You're going to get oh, the yeah. people who know, like, you mm-hmm. put you put Octavius and May in a room together, and yep. they're going to sit there, and they're just going to go, ah, yeah. I know what they're doing here. The, the guy in front of us was pushing his friend's shoulder. Like, you can tell the room was into it. And yeah. The, the guy in front of us, uh, he was this, I don't know how to describe him. Um, oh, man, he had a punk red jacket on. He looked like, uh, just imagine, black dude, handlebar mustache, uh, spider punk jacket with a Doctor Strange Eye, Eye of Agamotto on it. He was like a hybrid of spider punk and Doctor Strange. And just complete 80s look. Like I said, <laughs> I think it was his panel bar mustache that really did it. That's fantastic. And, oh, yeah. People were, I high-fived this guy in the hallway walking up there like, Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> he gave him a high-five. Like, everyone was so into this movie. And you could just, everyone's talking before the movie. And, like, you just, no one's spoiling anything. That's what I was afraid of. I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people in here talking before the film. But they were all just so, they were just vibing off of how excited they were. Uh, and man, it was just it was such an experience. And you could tell everyone in that room has been reading this comics forever, or maybe they've just seen the movies million times over, uh, but they got every scene that you're supposed to get. Um, and it, dude, it was thrilling. It was absolutely thrilling. What about you? How was your, when did you first see this? Um, I was, I was lucky. I didn't work until late Thursday. So I caught the early show. Okay. Uh, and like the like that place was packed, yeah. like it was holy shit packed. Um, but I I was here for like when when the boys each showed up, like yeah. that. Pl- like they shook the walls, man. It was like watching yeah. the Top Gun trailer. Like it <laughs> shook. It did. They shook the, the whole. <laughs> I remember how loud that was. Your That's what I'm saying, man. Like they shook the whole damn place, and I was just, I, ah, oh, it's like I'm here for it. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. And that was one of the fun things about working it was I had it timed out an hour fifty two, like I had it timed out to be in there when they start showing up. Cause I was like, I want to, I want to hear it, I want to hear yeah. it, and nobody, oh, yeah. nobody disappointed. Yeah, and I'm sure one of my thoughts was. I'm sure seeing this at home, it might be a little weird because there's pauses in during these moments because the people making this movie know the audience is going to go insane during it. And there's – I felt like they purposely made it quieter after these scenes so people could get their shouting out. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to imagine it's totally worth it too because I'll never – take back that experience of seeing it for the first time and just everyone losing their shit when you, especially when you see Andrew pop out of there uh, and then Toby as well. Um, I love it. And it was great. Cause the dude that was, that was like two seats down on the other side when they first open the portal and you see Andrew turn and look, you hear it. I heard this dude just be like, man, those eyes are too fucking big. Yes. Those eyes are too fucking, that's yo, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's just like smacking like whoever in the hell was sitting next to him, who I hope was with him. But right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 
No, I accidentally hit my brother's shoulder. I felt so bad because his shoulder <laughs> hurts. I'm like, dude, I forgot what scene it was. I think it was Daredevil. Yeah, we should probably start from the beginning. Uh, yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll take place. this shit from the top. Like, I. Yeah. I I love that it picked up right where Far From Home ended. Yes. Because I feel yeah. like that's I feel like that's something way too massive to just say okay, and now we'll jump you know, six months later or whatever. Yeah. Like you have to have the fallout from that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It starts right when that happens. Cause, cause the last movie has an interesting time frame because I feel like the events of Mysterio happened and then a week goes by. Yeah. Something like that. There's a, a, and then a video leaks. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't catch that until this movie when there, when he was like, I only had one normal week. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So that oh, it must have been like a week. So yeah, this picks up right when that video leaks. And it's obviously edited. And it's total commentary on how people receive the news these days. Oh, yeah. And how easily they're manipulated. I mean, um, let's, you know, let's be honest. J. Jonah Jameson is kind of a Tucker Carlson figure. Oh, Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones. Yeah. He's I got I, I didn't even think about Tucker Carlson, but you're right. Yeah. I got complete Alex Jones because he was selling his vitamins. Yeah. The <laughs> Especially where, that. Especially yeah, that. The, the scene where he has all the papers on his desk. That's exactly <laughs> it. Alex Jones. Why is he have so many papers? What do they what do they what does he possibly have on them? And then the scene where they show without the they just show the green screen and he's in like his apartment. Yeah. The first um, and that's that to me cracks me up because yeah. like that's from the first like that first video yes. that he does and it cuts to him in the studio, which is him in like that fucking it's always sunny conspiracy theory board on each side yeah. of him and a green screen. And then later on, he's mm-hmm. got a studio and a oh, chopper yeah. and like he and all of a sudden now he's in money. Well, there's yeah, there was three stages of it. There was the in his home. There was him selling vitamins and there was him at the big ass studio. And, yeah. and that's unfortunately how it is for a lot of these people. They just, Oh wait, I, I can make money off of this and completely lie through my teeth. And yeah, let's do it. People eat it up. And yes. Yeah. 1000%. And I mean, I, I still prefer the Ramy, uh, Joe Jana, the JJ, uh, Joe, say it. Because J, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, I got you, man. James Jonah Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> I still prefer that one only because with that one, I felt like he was redeemable, especially during the scenes where like, like Green Goblin is ready to destroy him and he still wouldn't give up Peter Parker. Yes. There's, there was still a journalistic integrity to that Jonah. Absolutely. Very much so. Oh yeah. Even Uh, in the third one where they found out that Eddie Brock was lying and he edited the photo. I feel like this fired. Yeah. yeah, Instantly. Like, yeah, yeah, this one would be like, Oh no, who cares? Whatever. We're moving on to the next story because who cares? No one's paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there was something to that one where there was some sort of integrity, even though he hated Spider-Man, he just wanted to sell whatever. Um, this one is like, no, this one will purposely create a disaster and he doesn't care the outcome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I love, but I did love his portrayal in this. I did. I did. I loved him in this. Um, but yeah, it starts right there. Uh, but yeah, refresh my memory. So, okay. So, so that happens. And then I loved, then you're, then you're at the, uh, you're you're at the home and they're frantically trying to like 
talk to Happy, talk to Aunt May. They're caught awkwardly. You know, they think they're trying to hook up. They're not. But at the same time, Happy yeah. is getting broken up with. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just a whole cluster of like, well, this is just, this is all kinds. Of, this is like 17 kinds of bad all and at this, once here. This is exactly what happens to Peter Luck, right? Yes, that comics. is the that is the Parker Luck. Absolutely. <laughs> the Parker Luck, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it feels straight from the comics when yeah. all that was happening. And then of course they find out all hell breaks loose. Uh I, I think it's interesting they're interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. Yeah, well I, I, that makes sense, right? They're they're part of the government at this point. They're yeah, yeah they're superhero. They deal with their superhero stuff, so they they would be the ones that come in and arrest him. Um, I don't know who else would be. Is Shield even a thing? I guess it still is. No, but I would have thought you know FBI or something. I I thought it yeah. was interesting that they picked a specific. They picked not just a specific department, but that one in particular. Well, they they've set them up specifically in the Homecoming movies, so it's right. Kind but of- in well, but in that one though, it made sense just because they were directly involved with the cleanup and the quote unquote damage control. Yeah, I, this, I, I just I'm saying yeah. I think that's why they did this because they're like, okay, this was introduced in the series. Let's just continue with them. Yeah. Um, but I loved the don't talk to anybody. You know, ask for a lawyer. Like I like how immediately MJ and May knew their shit. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Ned. God Ned. damn, Ned. <laughs> Ned. Oh, Ned. I felt so bad for Ned. <laughs> yeah, he's great, man. Who's the actor that plays Ned? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, yeah. um, it's, 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 uh, Jacob, uh, but, uh, I'm going to go with Batalon. Batalon, yeah. He's great. He's been one of my favorites, um, oh, yeah, he's so in good. the series. And he's lost a ton of weight, man. Dude has dropped so much weight. I don't know if you've seen recent photos of him. Oh, yeah. And the shaved head, like, too. Like, he looks so different. Oh, yeah, yeah. God bless him, man. When someone yeah. can drop that much weight, hell yeah, dude. Because um, he, he kind of got big there for the second one, and then now he's he's gotten everything under control, and, like, shout out to him, dude. That's, that's so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I love his characters in these movies. He's one of my favorites by far. Oh, yeah. Um, as much as Harry Osborn in the comics is more important – uh, I think he kills it in this role as Peter Parker's friend, and he's one of the people I look forward to the most seeing these movies because he's just – I feel like he is – what's the phrase? Not a surrogate, but like he's the audience. He's the nerdy kid. He's the, No, he's the surrogate. Yeah, that's he's the word. He's the surrogate. Yeah, yeah, he's the like – you're the guy in the chair. Like he knows all the references. He knows, of course, what the Avengers' names are and yeah. the Sanctum Sanctorum. Like he knows all of this stuff and is like, of course he does. Because, you know, and he's, he is such a good heart in these movies, and that is brought up later in the movie. But, yeah, dude, I, I, I loved that stuff. Um, yeah, so anyway, we get, of course, Matt Murdock. Hell, yeah. yeah I was... This was one of the first big pops in the theater. Yeah. Right, people were just like, I knew it. I think, I think someone said I knew it in the theater. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. And then, um, especially when the brick flies through, and he's like, and he catches it. <laughs> yeah, he catches it. He's like, how did you do that? I'm a very good lawyer. I'm a very good lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. Oh, I, 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 obviously, this is Matt Murdock from the MCU. Do you think this is the same Matt Murdock we saw in the Netflix series? Yes. Or just a... Yes. So because, you think the Netflix series is now canon? Yes, because they referenced MCU stuff before. 
Like, I mean, they had in the Netflix series, if you look at the stuff on Ben Urich's wall in the right. Daredevil series, like he has stuff about the battle for New York and all that kind of stuff. Like they talk about it a lot in the, the Daredevil series. It's okay. It's very intentionally set up in the in the MCU. Oh, yeah. Now, I assumed that the Netflix shows, all of them, were at the time I thought they were connected, but for whatever reason they just the studios didn't get along, so they were kind of on an island. And I assumed when I saw Daredevil in this one, this was my thought process. Tell me if I'm crazy. This is the MCU's Daredevil because he's in this movie. Nothing to do with anything Spider-Man did, right? Charlie Cox plays the Charlie Cox is the actor, right? Yes. Okay. He's playing Matt Murdock in this in this show. And everything that we know about Matt Murdock in this show, we can assume is from that television show, Same Things Happened. But the Netflix series, just so they can Disney can kind of do what they want, that is something separate. That is a separate universe that's very similar to ours. And until they change anything, kind of like how they do with the new Star Wars stuff, we we can assume is canon until it's not. And that way they can go, they're very similar characters because they're the same actor, but it's a separate universe. That way, if they want to do a different Iron Fist, they can. Fair. If like they that, wanted, yeah. And that's my thought process is that this Charlie Cox, for all we know, he had the same adventures and the same problems. But until they change something and make it like solid, uh, oh no, that that's a variant. That that's a different universe, but very similar to ours. That's what I was thinking. Fair enough. Like that's I can yeah. I can, I I don't hate that. Yeah, that way they can go. Hey, the, some of the things they didn't like in the Netflix because they had no control over the Netflix stuff. Yeah, uh, they could go. Well, we didn't really like how they introduced the Iron Fist, for example. We're going to change that a little bit and get a different actor. And they can just explain it that, like, hey, this is the same universe. Or, you're right, all of that stuff happened, and we're just moving forward with these actors now. Um, which would be cool, too. I would be totally cool with that. So, I'm sure that will be clarified in the next couple of years, whenever we see more of these characters. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that, that was my thought with it. But, yeah, dude, I was... I was so excited to see that he's been talk. He's been one of the actors that have been like, please let me play Daredevil again. I don't want to stop. <laughs> well, and Kevin Feige, not more than like a week or so ago was like, if we were to have Matt Murdock in any projects going yeah. forward, it, he would be played by Charlie Cox. Exactly. I think he wanted to beat Sony to the punch about getting about the news about Matt Murdock. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, that, that when, once I heard that, I was like, okay, the stills I've seen have to be real. <laughs> There's no way those are photoshopped. If he's just blatantly saying, oh, yeah, he's in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hope he makes his way to some of these TV shows. Like, I, I, I'm i assuming they've been holding off on announcing a Daredevil show until people went, go out and see this. Um because that would be cool. I would love a Daredevil series on on Disney Plus. I, I you know where he's going to turn up. Where? She-Hulk. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. That you're right. Absolutely right. That would that would make the most that would make the perfect sense to go to go on, to go on that show. Everything yeah. that she's doing. Have have um, have him turn up or maybe that's where you see Karen Page show back up or where Foggy comes back in. Like that's 
That's where I think you can reintroduce some of these characters. He could be on Echo. I, fair. Yeah. yeah, he could be on any of these street-level shows. Yeah. He could be in Hawkeye next week. Who knows? He <laughs> <laughs> could point. do anything. Um, especially with these street-level ones, I think. Uh, you know, I don't see him showing up in Loki, but... Who knows? Stranger things have happened. <laughs> hey, this is very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, and the thing about this movie is it just, it, it it's, it's a long movie. It's two and two and a half hours, but I never got bored. It was at a breakneck speed, but it was perfect. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's constantly moving forward. That's what I mean. I shouldn't say breakneck, but yeah, it's constantly going forward and, I'm, I never looked at my clock. I never my my watch. My clock. Jesus. I never looked at my watch. I never <laughs> like. I'm like this. Just I don't want this to end. Um, and uh, from there, what, what we go from uh, from all of that to them basically what losing their uh, basically not making it to MIT. Yeah. Yeah. And like Peter realizing like oh wow like I this is kind of this is my fault like they did nothing wrong, and now no one wants to take them. You know, kind of setting up things for the future, and uh, and then we get. Uh, I love the stuff with the with Flash, <laughs> and he had his book ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> Flashpoint, which is great reference. Contos, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> it's such a good reference, uh, and like how he's like <laughs> friends with Spider Man or whatever. Um, I loved all of the stuff with MJ and Ned and him during all of these scenes. I think that I think the way they set this up to not flood with all of these characters at the beginning was perfect because you have to establish, even though you've had two movies establish these relationships, the, the first uh, quarter of this movie was just uh, mostly um, setting up where they're at right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get to see the school teachers, which is funny. One of them is a conspiracy theorist. Uh, Mysterio is right. Blah 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 blah. The other yeah, two Hannibal, just... but Hannibal Burris gets to be the conspiracy theorist too. Yeah, the other two are just like, we love you, Peter, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, so we get to see. It's cool. We get to see a lot of the world reacting to uh, Peter Parker as Spider Man. Um, and uh, once they can't get it at MIT, he gets the idea what to go to uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor and Strange. This is... Yeah, this is where we find out Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme by a technicality. He got in on a technicality. I love that. Like that, that cracked me up so much. I was not expecting that wrinkle, and it kind of changes the scene for, or not changes, but it it's like, oh, okay, Shang Chi, like he was the Sorcerer Supreme in that. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it I like that for Wong. It's now he's he has more weight on his shoulders. He is, you know, he's been important to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But now he's like way more important. Now, now he's um, he's more officially important. Yeah, officially important. Yeah, which is great. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. I loved. I love anything he's in though. Uh, Benedict Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. That's yep. it. Yes. Um, yeah. Good dude. Um, and so yeah, we, you know, they come up with the idea of, you know, well we 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 can't go back in time, but we can make them forget. Yeah. And. Uh, well, except for except for MJ. Well, except for Aunt May. You're right. Well, except for Ned. Yeah. Well, except for you know. And 
this is such a cleaner way to do it than what they did in the comics. Oh, God, so much yes, because they just go, okay, well, this spell is crap, and it's going to be a disaster, so we're not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, God, that's brilliant. Yes. It's ridiculous how smart that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the, um... And uh, the, the, what was going on with the snow? That's right. They opened up a portal but forgot to put a spell to make the snow not come through. Yeah, the one of the one of the doors opened to Siberia and the, the basically the magical weather stripping was was off. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> right, right. So Wong was basically like, Hey, look, uh, this is not a good idea, but just I don't want any part of this shit. <laughs> like you guys do what you need to do. Um and that's it. They decide they're going to go into the basement. They're going to go into his his uh, wizard's lair. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. Um, oh, I like that he said uh, they shot um, uh, they shot what was the show? The Equalizer? Yeah, they shot there. episodes of The Equalizer in the 80s. <laughs> so like, good. Oh my god, that was funny. And yeah, and then they do the spell, like you said. They screw it up. The spell doesn't take. They clo- they put it in the box, and uh, it's it's it, like they it's such a smart, like, okay, how can we have the audience understand what's happening? Okay, they just put the spell in the box. Yep. Like very simple, very clean. It doesn't have to make. You don't don't think about it too much. Yeah. And, and it's it, it, we're in the world of where you can make a wish, right? Um, or do a spell. Uh, and uh, of course that's when kind of all hell breaks loose in a little bit. He goes to, you know, he gets the idea, oh, you didn't just, you didn't try to ask them to rethink about it, you know, to think about it again. So that's what he does, goes to the bridge, tries to get the MIT, um, one of Flash's friends or relatives' friends or whatnot, family friends, uh, to talk to her. And that's when we get Doc Ock. And shows back up. He's at the bridge. He's fighting Peter, and that's when he. Gets, this is a chance where he gets to save her, right? Yep. He gets to be a hero, and she's you know, at the end of that, she's like, "Of, hey, you saved my life. You guys are getting in." Um, uh, but you know, before wait, no, she didn't say that during there, did she? At the end, it was at, at the, the end, end of it. Did. Yeah, yeah, because green, the, yeah. So, but during this fight. This was a, I didn't expect this to happen when the nanotech took over. I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be really bad for him." Yeah, but it makes so much sense. Like, yeah, that turns nanotech... out now he just pairs it like a Bluetooth device. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. What I like though is, in the original movies, they've set up kind of like Doc Ock knows about nanotech. Yeah. And, you know, when he when he when it sinks over, it's. Uh, Peter has full control over it. I just totally wasn't expecting that. And that's how we get kind of a captured Doc Ock. And uh, Green Lantern shows – or not Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Goblin what the hell up. movie did you watch? Right, exactly. Green Goblin shows up and then boom, Strange brings us back, explains. And now we're like in the second act of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where Doctor Strange sets up, hey, spell didn't work. Everyone that you know, everyone that knows your Peter Parker from the multiverse is being drawn here. 
and I caught this lizard <laughs> yeah. in the sewers, which is, man, I would love to see that, like, short of Doctor Strange finding Kirk Connors in the, in the, in the, uh, in the sewers. Right. Um, and see, the way I think about this is this is, like, the perfect, like, summer event for if Marvel did a comic series because that would be a one-shot. Yes, yes, it would. Yeah, there would totally be a one shot. All of these characters being blipped into this universe, especially, we'll get to it, but the Spider Men. Like, they would have an awesome little one shot before we see them. Um, but yeah, so we, we get, uh, we get, uh, Doc Ock, um, we, we get Jamie Foxx. Oh, no, no, not just yet. We get with Kirk Connors. Yeah. He sends him out. Um, and I loved the back and forth here. All the, all the, uh, I kind of skipped over the, they get Ned, they get MJ, they're there to help. Uh, this is where I went to the bathroom, I believe. But I remember, uh, I remember seeing online something about like, she, she finds a, uh, a beard, um, guide. What was it like? He, she finds something in his basement. It's oh, like it's a, a it's, a it's, it's, uh, it's just for men color. Yeah, just for main color, yeah. Because yeah. everyone's kind of talked about, like, hey, his beard's a little, <laughs> looks a little fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know if you want to take it over from here, because I think this is where I went to the restroom. But yeah. they brought in Ned, they brought in all them. And uh, Ned talks about how he, his his Nana told him that he's got a little magic in the family. Yeah, and, it's, and I, I, I love that. And sometimes I get this tingling in my fingers. Like, what do you think that means? I think it means you need to go to a doctor. He's so dismissive. Yeah. And he's kind of like that through the whole movie where he, he is, he doesn't have the same heart that Peter does. Well, and optimism, and I should say it's the thing is that it's the inexperience and kind of the childish naivete that Peter still yeah. has. And the yeah. fact that this is a doctor strange who has seen some shit and understands you can only push magic so far. Right. Because things break. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, this is where, you know, they're down in the, they're down in the dungeon and they get everything sorted and he's poor Peter is still trying to figure out how to get his suit cleaned. Mm-hmm. So he, he has to, he basically flips it inside out is what it looks like. So that's why he has the black suit in this movie. Yeah. It's not a new suit. It's just that suit inside out. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but they, so that's when he goes out and that's when you get Sandman and Electro. And Dr. Strange gives him the, uh, like a new thing to like, Hey, use your webbing to get these guys back. Yeah. It's basically just like a teleweb. Yeah. It'll teleport them back. Which is awesome. Um, and you know, you get Electro shows up and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. And it's, you'd look at it Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, Jamie Foxx looks like a badass. Okay. Right. Um, He loves the power of this universe. Yeah. And and then Sandman shows up and it's good Sandman. Yes, I and love I, that. I was I, like, that makes sense. I, yes, I was so happy that it's like this is the this is the mostly redeemed Sandman. I was like, yeah. all right, cool bet. Um, He's like, I'm not your Peter. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and they have you know they so they go through that and they get both of them back, mm-hmm. and then you see Norman sitting there having the conversation with the goblin mask again. Yes. Calling back to that. And 
and then you know cut to where they find him at feast which was another yes. fantastic callback and there's no that's for, now i noticed that's from the game is that also in the comics yes 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 okay yeah because i noticed it was in, uh, the playing through the game i'm like oh my god this is the same thing yeah yeah it's from the comics okay um uh, which also sets up martin lee in this universe yes. through that um, yeah because that's the same in the con that's the same in the comics as it is in the game oh okay uh, but it's i i love that there's you know the the goblin put aside there's norman osborne sitting there and you're like oh my god he's you know it showed that's what i really fucking loved about this movie mm -hmm. was especially with norman where they said no no there is so much more depth to this character and it's yeah there really is a split personality here there is a jekyll and hyde for sure going on oh, here yeah. um i yeah i'm glad this was not just a cameo no, this was not. And I, from what I understand, I saw an interview where he was like, when he got asked to do this, he was like, "Yeah, I'll do this, but I want to make sure I'm in the action. I'm not just a cameo. Yeah. I'm a big part of this. I want to see my face on the screen." So yeah, and I'm glad they did. Yeah, and I love that the first thing they do when they really show him is break the helmet. Yes, because it's oh, like, yeah. no, fuck that and fuck this. Like this has to go. Like that's Norman making the statement that he wanted to make in the first movie. But yeah. it backfired because that's when he throws the glass through the mirror and you find the little goblin cave. So that didn't work yeah. out too well. But seeing him in Feast and sitting there and May doing the whole, you know, no, this man needs help. Yeah. You know, you ha you need to help him. That's what yeah. you can do. And, you know, just I. That sets up the whole thing is that like we, you know, that's kind of sets the up the blueprint of we need to cure them. Yeah. And that's that's what I and that was something that I loved about Tom Holland was he wasn't focused on how to beat these guys he was focused yeah. on how to help them yes and that's that to me and we'll you know we'll we'll loop this back around yeah. um, to come around to it but that was that to me was what that means mm -hmm. and you know so they you know they everybody's everybody's back in the wizard's dungeon now. And, and we have, that's when we have the big ethical argument, you know, well, they die in their own universes. Well, right. we can't send them back for that. We can, they're here. We can cure them. We can help yeah. them. It's not your problem. That's but, when you start feeling bad for them in the cage, basically like, Hey man, I, you know, they, they don't have, they shouldn't die. Like what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and then they, and it's, and it's great because as everybody is in the, in their cages, they're all thinking the same thing. Like, Hey, yeah. you guys can, you can cure us cool yeah like they're on board with that they are yeah uh and it's just i i had a lot of fun watching jamie fox's electro because that yes. was to see the kind of upgrade they did with him mm -hmm. in terms of like of not just the makeover but he's not blue anymore <laughs> he's not blue anymore he's not a cartoon character no. like everything they did with him in amazing i hated i hated he just did not was so unrelatable. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I saw this, but you should check this out, where it was um, uh, Kevin Feige's notes to, uh, what's her name? Who, who's the, who's Amy Pascal? Pascal, yeah, over time. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like, there's, like, notes that you can go out there and read where it was his official notes to her about Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, hey, because they didn't know what to do. They're like, oh, man, we've screwed this up. And he's like, this is what you should have done. And this is how I would have done it. And it was after that, of course, they actually met up and everything else is history. Yeah. Uh, but it's 
all of his notes on that movie were the things that we were talking about, the things that like the things they would change and, and, and I forgot where I was going with this. And one of them was Jamie Foxx's character. Uh, and that like, there's just, you know, there's certain things he did that movie. It was just like, come on, you don't need to show that. That's so weird. What, what are you doing with this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I loved what Jamie, Jamie Foxx was an actual character in this. He didn't feel like a cartoon character. Exactly. Yeah. And they had, you know, so then, you know, Peter in the in the vein of no, no, we have we need to do this. We can help them. We need to help them. Steals the box, and then you have the mirror dimension fight, which was cool as shit. Oh yeah. And I, you know, it showed Strange just kind of like not as a villain, but just the other side, you know, the other <laughs> ethical side of it, where it's like this well, is this is not our responsibility. This is not our fight. Well, that's what I liked about that fight is not once in that fight was Doctor Strange trying to hurt Spider-Man. Exactly. He was simply trying to get the box back and trying to keep Peter at arm's length or whatever. He was trying to trick him into, you know, because he was just trying to get to him. But not once was he's like, I'm after you. Uh, You know, they never made it like that. He was just like, you're making a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I I think this scene is going to be underlooked a lot because there's just so many cool scenes in the movie that any other MCU movie, this would have been like the star of the the show. But uh, especially when they were opening up portals and he was doing, he was uh, doing his webbing and hooking onto himself. And like all this stuff was just so cool. Yeah. No, it was a really fun, fun scene. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then we have, we have everybody, everybody back to the apartment, which was, <laughs> I love this, the fact that they have, what, most of the Sinister Six yeah. stumbling into Happy's apartment. Just, everybody's just gonna, just, just winds up in Happy Hogan's apartment, it's, <laughs> god damn. Oh, we skipped that earlier, but yeah, the fact that they go to Happy Hogan's apartment, and it's this, oh man, I loved everything with John Favreau in this movie. Yeah. It's so good. But yeah, they're they're like, okay, well, we'll we'll heal you, and we'll they, cure you. And I I I love that down in the dungeon, they're talking when they're talking about the cures and everything. They cut to Norman, and he says the fucking line. Oh yes, That's I something of a scientist myself. And I love it. And that was one of the that was absolutely one of those where where like everybody loved it, but half of the audience was just like, oh my god, they did that. Well, oh, I can't believe those, they did that. <laughs> this is one of those fan service moments that I'm so glad they did. Yeah, like it cost them nothing to do it. Yes. And it was perfectly fine. You, you can be, gives... And I'm sure there's tons of people that are cynical about it. Oh, yeah. God damn, I loved that. That yeah. was one of my favorite scenes. That got a laugh out of me. They, the whole theater popped when that happened. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah, and it's, it's goofy and it's silly. And no, there's no... There's no real need. You don't need that line there, no. but it doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't hurt anything, and it's one of those things where someone would have thought after this movie, like that would have been the perfect time to say that. Yeah, and they missed it. They missed the opportunity. I'm glad they did it. I'm so glad they did it. Yeah, but you know, we get to the. I I really love that when we get to the apartment, and it's like, okay, so we're gonna start with with fixing Otto's chip. Yep. And it's Peter and Norman sitting there doing the math and putting the thing together. And and you're like, oh, shit, we're actually watching Norman do the scientist thing. 
Yep. Like, that's... That we never was... really saw that in the first one. No, like, it was him yelling at the scientist. Right. But, you know, whole different deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I... No, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And it was, you know, so that was... That was fun. That was mm-hmm. a... Like, I really liked that. And then, of course, you know, once they get auto-cured, it all goes to shit, because... And I love that Otto, I like that they did cure him. Like, we saw the return of the character he ended at in the first one, where or the second one, where he wanted to not die a monster. And, yeah, I, I thought that was great. I love the redeemed Doc Ock in this. Yeah. Um, and Jamie Foxx was, he wasn't as willing because he was, he was getting nervous. He's like, oh, no, man, I don't, like, you could tell he was... Uh, there, I loved how they set up the scene where with Peter's with Peter's tingle, where they set up all these little things where you hear the police coming and the and the lizard's still in the van and you, you, you anything could go off at this moment. They set the mood so well, uh, and then they they you show uh, they had um, uh, Doc Ock and and Green Goblin. It's one of them could have, have went off during this. Like I loved how like he was trying to figure it out. Okay, uh, which one of these guys are going to explode? And Jamie Foxx's character is getting so close to it being finished, but you see him getting nervous. Yeah, and then bam, he shoots the shoots his webbing at 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 a at a Osborne, and you see his face turn, and it's so good. I'm so glad they let William Defoe be William Defoe in this. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, like I'm so glad, like you said, they took the mask off, and because he doesn't need the mask, the mask is a mistake. They should have just let him do his. Face yeah, the whole no, time. he's so he's so so good without it. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Te- he's scarier looking without it. Like, oh, absolutely. And you know he he goes and uh, yeah, it was just so good, man. Uh, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, and yeah. we, we forgot real quick the. The little moments between him and May, like that got a pop in my theater. Like I felt like the people were really excited about that. Yeah. Um, that little moments between them talking. Um, but yeah, this is when all hell breaks loose. Now what, what, what exactly happened again? Electro. So they, yeah. Cause electro overcharged Ock yeah. and that incapacitated him and he took off. Lizard is out in the truck. Right. And he breaks out because he he hears it upstairs and he's just like, and here we go. Yeah. Because he's like, I called this. I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was a bad idea. Nobody listened to the geneticist. Okay. Like, (laughs) yeah. But so he breaks out and he warned them about changing people. Yep. Yeah. But Sandman takes off. Electro takes off. And it's basically. It's kind of a three-man fight. It's Peter and, and Goblin, and then the lizard a little bit. Um, yeah. And the scenes, the lizard had great jump scares. Yeah. He really did. Like, he did. they did him fantastically well. Um, yeah. And, you know, this tears up the apartment and everything. And I, I didn't think they were going to do what they did because May looked fine. Yeah. Like she's up, she's walking, everything's cool, and then not so cool. And I was like, these motherfuckers, they're really gonna do this. Like they're <laughs> but I love I love that they made back in uh in the Spider Verse comic, 
back when that was a whole big thing, on one of the other Earths. You know, do you remember in Spider-Verse how they had, like, the room that they locked Peter or Silk or whoever the hell in? Like, that time-locked yes. room or whatever. In one of those universes, Ben was in one of them. Uncle Ben was in one of them. And they got into a conversation about, about with great power comes great responsibility. And Ben corrects them and says, must also come. Oh, that's right. He okay. says, yeah, that well, yeah, because that's the original thing, right? That's that's the line, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And he, he makes a thing of like, there's a big distinction there. And I yeah. love that they did that in this movie. I love that they that they did it right. And yeah. there was a brief little bit of applause for that when it was just like they, they did the thing. Not, you know, of course they said the line, but they did it right. And, and it just, you know you could that was one of those like you could hear a pin drop moments in the theater yeah like it was it was rough yeah oh yeah yeah it was definitely rough but thankfully you come yo-yoing back from that fairly quickly <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah oh, real fast before we move on from that like that were you expecting that scene i was not expecting that scene whatsoever no because she got up like yeah. I was, I was, I had a well, moment where I was kind of terrified and then when, yeah. you know, and she, and then when she gets up, I was like, okay, it's going to well, be, it's going to be all right. Like she's I had mixed emotions during that because my first thought was she's dead. There's no, no way anyone survives from that. Yeah. And then when she gets up, I was like, that's kind of a, what the, wait, what the fuck? Something that no way <laughs> are they, they're just saying like, what is something like, is Aunt May like got a mutant ability or something? Like, I'm like that. And you're right. She was stumbled. Like she, I, like she was start trying to catch her breath and I'm like, okay, well wait, why would they do that? And then, you know, it happens. Um, but I'm right there with you. I, I thought that was amazing that her being the uncle Ben of the story is perfect. Yeah. It makes sense. It got more of an emotional uh, – it got more emotion out of me than any of the other two films did during those scenes because we were just – we've been with these characters for a lot longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so – man, yeah. So after that, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, we get to we get to Ned's house, and I like the quick little establishing shot. Just like, oh, okay, so this is where we are. And then, yeah. you know – With Nana. I love that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, – and sitting there, and Ned's got the sling ring that he grabbed from Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. and it just kind of accidentally starts doing magic, and he's just like, the hell? Right. Okay. And he's like, I wish we could see Peter. And they do, but it ain't your boy. <laughs> right. But yeah. I was like, that was like it, absolute massive pop. Yep, this is definitely one of the biggest. Yeah, because then because because it, it happened twofold. Because first he showed up, and mm. then he pulls the mask off, and it's Andrew, and you're just yeah. So it was, it was a big pop for another Spider-Man, and then when they saw it was Andrew, like just lost their shit. Like, it was great. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And man, he hasn't missed a beat as Peter Parker. No, he had, and and this is something we'll we'll come back to is like there's he he grew in that role yeah and it like it it you could you could tell but he was still the same peter 
Yeah, still the same Peter. He just had, man, just so much energy. Like, I have to imagine he was just having a ball. Oh, God, he he had to be. He absolutely yeah. had to be. Well, because I remember the Comic-Con that he showed up at dressed mm. in the bad Spider-Man costume to announce that he was going to be Spider-Man. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I remember that, too. But... <laughs> I uh, just and so you know and and you have his quick scene. <laughs> it's just, just uh, I have the tingle thing, just not for bread. Like right. I mean, he's because he's so he's so adorable in that because he's awkward as hell because everybody in those scenes is so awkward. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's played just pitch perfect. Oh yeah, where he where MJ's like prove it. Yeah. <laughs> He jumps up, gets the cobweb. That's a, crawl around. I what? I, no, I'm not gonna crawl around. Uh, Nola wants you to grab the cobweb over there since you're already up there. And he's just—I love the look on his face of just like, oh my god, you gotta be kidding me, right? <laughs> right? Like this isn't proof enough. <laughs> yeah, man. But they had no. They—you could tell just he had a blast being back. Mm-hmm. for that and then you know they're like okay well you know we have to f- we, we we have to find a real peter ouch <laughs> right <laughs> and then you know so as soon as they started opening the other one you could you could feel it you could yeah. feel it in the crowd like nah we know what's coming we know what's coming and big pop and then ned just going oh it's just some random guy <laughs> yeah and he here's here is my thing that I really took from this whole movie. Toby has Toby is an excellent old man Peter. Oh, definitely. He was he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like he it, it was it was the perfect note for his like that I can absolutely see his Peter Parker growing into that character. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. He he was the he was the old guy that was that was was done. You know, yeah. he he still kind of did the Spider-Man thing, but he was he was winding down. Yeah. And and had earned he never lost the sparkle. Yeah. You know, he still had that humor in him. Andrew not quite so much cuz he wasn't there yet. Right. It was very there was very much a a kind of distant future near future present with the three of them yes um and i just i i loved it i thought it was was it was just spot on it was just so damn good oh yeah i um, completely agree but you know we go from there to the rooftop where mm-hmm. where you have tom sitting like that the way andrew was sitting in his bedroom in Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. And I thought that's a neat little... I, I like that little bit of... of uh, t- t- not synergy, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, and then the other two show up, and, and Tom doesn't even blink. He's just like, you guys You guys shouldn't be here. He's yeah. not He's not awed. He's not taken aback like, what? Why are you guys here? He's mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. He looks and just goes, okay, I see what you guys are. You can't be here. Yeah. And and they have that moment and it's just I like that was that was awesome. 
to me. Like that was that was so damn cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially when they talk about what just happened. Yeah. And how he's dealing with it, and how you know the other two were able to share their wisdom and like what happened to them. He's like, you have no idea what I'm going through in there. Like, well, kind of. It's it's a callback to Into the Spider Verse. Yes. Where they where they look at Miles and they just go, we're probably the only people who know what you're going through. Exactly. It's it's the same kind of deal, and yeah. it's it, you know I love that that we you get you get three Peter Parkers together and where do they go? Science lab. Yes. <laughs> it's the, like, the, oh yeah. Like that was fantastic, and I I loved. Well, if, real quick before we get there. Yeah. I liked the. You know, where he talks about how his aunt said with great power and they were able to finish it off. Yeah. And we got those moments where, you know, uh, they talked about losing. He's like, I lost Uncle Uncle Ben. And, you know, uh, Andrew was like, you know, I I lost Gwen trying to save her. So I liked that they were like and how especially when Andrew was like, I went to a dark place. Yeah. I stopped pulling my punches, which is a loaded as fuck phrase for Spider-Man. Yes. That is such a loaded phrase because you forget the strength that he has. Yeah. He has to pull his punches. Yes, exactly. Well, that's that, I mean, that's what happened with Superior Spider-Man, right? Didn't they realize didn't Jonah Jameson realize that's something's wrong with Spider-Man because Yeah, because he, the, he like he hurt somebody for Scorpion. Like Scorpion. He yeah. not he knocked his bottom jaw clean off. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, "Oh my god, You've been pulling your punches yeah. this entire and it time. Freaked, yeah, because it freaked out Ock. Because as soon as he got into the body, it then, okay, well, i got to fight Scorpion. And he decks him and destroys his jaw. And Ock yeah. just kind of freezes like, holy sh... He yes. had this much power the whole time? Right. Like, it really put that in perspective for him. You know? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Yeah, that's... Yeah, so I, I, li- I liked that they showed that, oh, yeah, Andrew went down a more darker path because of what happened with Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and he hasn't, he hadn't had as much time as, yeah. as Toby had. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, but I, I, I really love that there, I loved the well-deserved smugness when it's like, okay, so we've got to make these cures. And mm-hmm. Andrew just goes, okay, well, I'll take Connors. I did this once already. Right, exactly. And it's just like, you motherfucker, what? Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. But, yeah, but I, I like that he had the lab coat on. I thought it was perfect. Yep, and he's he was in the background of every shot. <laughs> oh yeah. One thing I wish they did with Connors is I wish he somehow got a lab coat. I well because they had kind of done that in Amazing Spider-Man for a scene. Yeah. I think they they were kind of like okay, well we did that already. I know. I just I would have loved that in the MCU. Just yeah. uh, Connor running around with the. With the lab coat. I wish he looked a little, I wish they made him look a little bit different than he did in, uh, like they kind of did with Jamie Foxx. But anyway, that's just a nitpick. Yeah, I, I was never, I was never a fan of like the human faced lizard. I, I think they should have gone full lizard with him. I really do. Just, you could say just because he's in this universe, it morphed or whatever. I don't know. You could just say he, he had a, you know, it just kept, kept mutating or whatever. Um, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, I just when I saw the coat, I was like, oh man, it would have been great if the lizard was running around with that. And I and I just loved Ned. Um, Peter, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they did the meme. 
they did the they did that they did that a little later they did that at the statue of liberty which i thought no, was great they, no they did that in the they did that in the, the the laboratory where he goes, Peter, and they're all pointing at each other. Me, Peter. Me, oh, did me. they? Di- I didn't notice that they did all it there. All three were pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah. I know because yep. I noticed when they do it at the Statue of Liberty where they're trying to game plan and they're all pointing. Now I thought I was Peter too. No, I thought you were right. Peter too. And they're all three pointing at each other. That one yep. I caught. Oh yeah, but, yeah. No, they they pull the camera back so you see all three in the lab. Yeah, and they're all just uh, when you watch it back, you'll you'll see what I'm saying. It's. This man, this movie was a celebration of Spider-Man. Yeah, it was in every sense, Um, from the memes to the more heartfelt stuff. Like it was just all there, and it didn't take away not once from it. Um, But yeah, Yeah. dude. See, honestly, the action stuff is great. Biggest pops in the room. Awesome. These moments where they're all just being Peter Parker together are some of my favorite in the movie. Yeah. No, and that's that's the balance that yeah. you find in this movie. They yeah. they absolutely just just knew, you know, yeah, if it's it's a Spider-Man movie, you're going to have the big action set pieces yeah. and this and that, but what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man is these little moments. Yes. And they the, they hit them right on. Oh, absolutely. There's a moment later on and it just, I was talking about how like Andrew's kind of the most emotional out of them. I loved when he was like, I've always wanted brothers. Yeah. And it was just such a cool, like such a cool, I loved that shit. Um, and you see them acting like that in this scene where they're all sciencing the fuck out of it. And they're like, how are we going to cure these guys? And you know, they, Peter from, um, we'll just call him Toby, uh, was like, I've kind you know, I've been thinking about, you know, uh, green goblin or uh, how i would cure him yeah you know, i really liked that and you know they figured out the the sandman one um yeah i just i really liked this scene with all of them together and th- like you said the ned stuff yeah where, they... uh ned where they find <laughs> out like <laughs> about about their best friends in their universes and what happened yeah and ned and ned leads who in the comics goes on to become the fucking Hobgoblin, right. looks at Peter and just goes, I promise I will never turn into a supervillain and betray you. <laughs> I'm right. like, you lying son of a bitch. Right. And, in, and help me out, because this is where you'll know the, where I have no idea. Now, Ned... Now, I, I always thought that he was Genki, basically. He's... Yes. He's basically taking that role. In yes. This. Yes. And they're just used. I wish they would just use the name Genki, but um, they used Ned because that was Peter's one of Peter's friends in the comics. Was Ned anything like uh, Ned in the movie? No. Uh, uh, Ned Leeds in the comic is a is a reporter for for the Daily Bugle. Okay. Um, and did he have any magic abilities in the comics, or was he just hobgoblin? No, he was just he was just. Hobgoblin, uh, which did not require, he was also, uh, it, it, and that's, this is what messes me up because Ned was also involved just like in far from home when Betty Brant worked at the daily bugle, she was involved with Ned Leeds. So yeah, so that was a fun little thing in, in far from home when it was like, well, obviously they're going to get together. And then of course they break up. Right. Um, but there's there's a whole 
like it's it's it, yeah it's 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 wild but no oh, ned okay. is ned is basically he's he's just he's a reporter at the bugle and winds up i am i am trying to remember uh because i thought i saw that he does get magic abilities in the comic but i didn't know for sure or how not in the main comic now i don't know what i don't isn't that how he becomes the goblin though is no it... he's brainwashed he's brainwashed okay because yeah, he follows he follows spider-man to the hobgoblin's hideout at one point and that to the the original hobgoblin and uh gets uh captured and brainwashed okay um and there's a whole like it's he winds up you know working with i think the kingpin's son he works with richard oh, okay. um there's yeah like he's he pushes that brainwashing and everything is what pushes betty to flash gotcha because uh, okay. ned kind of acts sort of crazy and shit like it's yeah it's it's kind of wild um okay but yeah and he winds up he winds up dead um i don't remember like one of the like punisher knockoffs kills him at some point okay but yeah it's a whole it was an 80s comic punisher knockoff okay yeah it was what was it the i can't remember the name but it was it was one of those oh so he ends up dying from punisher's like a Punisher knockoff, gotcha. Kinda, gotcha. yeah. So he wasn't, like, in the gist of things, he wasn't, like, a giant character. He was a hobgoblin for a little bit and then died. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think what happened is they basically said, they looked at Ultimate Universe and they are like, God, everyone loves, you know, this kid, um, Genki, right? Like, Miles' friend, he was, like, he was super popular. Uh, they were like, okay, we'll just do that as Peter's friend um, in this one. We'll just call him Ned Leeds. I'm curious what's going to happen when they introduce Miles. <laughs> yeah, because that was that was a fun little drop in the middle of that fight after yeah. they cure Electro. Yeah. And he sits there and he stares up at Andrew and he just goes, man, all this time you're running around wearing a mask and you're from Queens and you're helping people. I thought you'd be black. Yeah, and I was just like, yes. Yeah, yes. and doesn't he say there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there? Yeah, all these universes, there's got to be a black Spider-Man yes. somewhere. That popped. That popped in my theater. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knew he was talking about Miles, and oh my god, it's it's so overdue that he has to be in the next one, or I'm gonna be upset. They they need to start. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely have to start sowing those seeds. Yes. Um, yeah. I I get not doing it this one because there's already a lot, but yeah, I that. They, we'll, we'll get there, but that that that's the perfect. They've set it up beautifully to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, w- at this point we get what we get the big showdown, right? Yep. At the at the statue of Shieldbury, like yeah. I, <laughs> that's that I you know fine whatever. Um, and they but, by the way they t- this isn't that big of a spoiler. They talk about this in Hawkeye. Okay. They talk about the new Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, (laughs) one of the characters says they want to go visit it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Sorry, too bad. 
but <laughs> well, I at the end of this, did they remove the shield? It collapsed. It fell. Right, it collapsed. But did they? You think they just decided? Oh, that's, that's we're just not going to do that. I, I don't think that they showed it after the fact. I don't think they showed it they after did. the fight. I uh, see. I remember specifically that after the fight, so it was time has passed. Yeah. And they showed the Statue of Liberty. Did they? And okay. I, and I don't I remember not seeing the shield. Okay. I was like, wait, did they like psych? Let's not do it anymore. I, see. <laughs> I guess they got to make a new one, you know. But. Yeah. But I guess we'll, we, we will see that at some point. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah one of these movies. Um, um, yeah. I love that that we got Otto showing back up as a good guy again. Yes. Like, I loved I loved I love that they redeemed everybody. You know, Sandman, once he got injected, he was like, okay, cool, that's over now. Well, you that's what Peter's, when, M, when MJ was like, let's go kick some ass, and then Peter was, or Toby was like, you know, let's go cure some ass. I hated that. I hated I loved it. it. It was, it was, it was, it, and I hated that because, like, that was absolutely what it was supposed to be. Like, it was cringe yeah. as fuck, but that was, that was just the hint of, like, oh, God, yeah, he doesn't always say good things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. No, it was, it was on brand. It was absolutely on oh, brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's moments in this where Toby just got real good laughs out of me. Yeah, uh, the one of them were is when um, uh, he was uh, he was like, I mean, uh, uh, let's we gotta work together. He was like, it's, he goes, I have I have I have uh, experience in that. I was on the Avengers. That's great. What's that? What is that? <laughs> and he starts answering. He's like, is that like a band? He's like, no, it's Earth Money's Heroes. And he's like. How is this helping? <laughs> that was great. I love that from Toby's delivery. Yeah. Like you can tell he from those movies back then, he's in on it now. Yeah. He realizes his character is a little over the top and he just to me he killed the comedic he's, timing in this he, movie. He did. Like his his Peter yeah. Parker got better with time. It, it did. really did. Yeah. And, and Andrew was I loved I, I saw someone say this on Twitter. And I agreed so much that it. it was like Andrew Garfield is the golden retriever of the movie. Yes. And I loved that. Yes, <laughs> so absolutely. True. He is he is the kid brother who wants who is so happy he's invited along. Yes, like, oh, exactly. He is so he is just so damn happy to be like, there. They're arguing Peter one, Peter two, and he goes, Peter three. <laughs> like he's just man, Andrew Garfield and I I've seen the rumblings all over Twitter. Sony is very interested in doing more movies with Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Do it. I want to see it. Yeah. I, I hope that it. it's not just him as Spider-Man. I hope that he jumps in some of these movies. And here's how you do it. Just say that because they've already been here, there's some sort of link. And you, I don't know. You figure it out with the writing. But Nah, I'm, I'm okay with seeing – like I would love to see where Andrew goes from here because you can tie up so many of the loose threads. Yes. You can have – you know, there's so much that you can introduce. You can look at at, at Oscorp as this whole thing, yeah. and you can have you know have your references, have this and that. But you know, there's, I, and I, <laughs> I really loved the awkwardness of of the organic webbing. Oh yeah, that, oh we that, that whole conversation that was magnificent because <laughs> you knew you were just like. We, we have to talk about this. We don't yeah. want to talk about this. We all feel really icky talking about this, but we're going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dom had no problem saying, like, nope. is that is it the only place it comes out? Yeah. Like, because that's what everyone's thinking. Yeah. 
you know, they, man, they really, they, they really not just did their homework, but this was just such a love letter. It was, it so was all the things people have been saying over the years online or wondering, they were just like, let's just put it in there. And they did it so organically. No, you're amazing. You say it. You're amazing. (laughs) Exactly. You're amazing. Oh, and <laughs> like, back, did yeah. you get that joke? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's so good. He's cracking his back, and I imagine there's you know, people in the theater who have no idea what that is. Yeah, just like to them, it's just like, well, yeah, he's the older Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like, no, there was a whole, there was a whole right. to do on Spider-Man too about that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. So the people who know know, but it kind of works like a Pixar movie, right? Exactly. It's a thing yeah. of like, if you you know you laugh anyway but if you get it you laugh that extra little bit exactly yeah but yeah (laughs) and then you know norman comes along and screws everything up as he does i loved the scene and this was this was probably the there were so many scenes where people where they popped but the one where they were swinging together and it felt like the avengers kind of moment of endgame where yeah. he's got the hammer when the like there's a scene where they literally swing off each other yeah and i'm just like this is coordinated so well it's so good yeah yeah and th- that whole them just kicking ass and then getting everything together and then like you said they, they start healing them they get uh they get sandman first uh then they get uh, Electro and then Connors, um, and then, yep, you're right. And then uh, no, 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 they get Connors, then they get Electro. Yeah, because uh, Doc, Doc Ock's help. Yeah, because Ock is the one who puts the the device on him. Yeah, yeah. And, and Osborne, of course, blows up the box because it, you know chaotic evil. Yep. And I I loved how like I there was a very like metal gear solid fight feel to that at the end yeah with those two just wailing on each other like that was so magnificently staged and shot like that was perfect oh yeah that was before before we get there with where where they they had it set up so that dr strange comes back yeah he surprised ned <laughs> yeah was, was able to he's like did you just open a portal um and the moment where mj falls yes that yeah we do have to talk about that yeah because as she goes and because tom misses yeah and to see andrew like i legit broke down that <laughs> andrew went after her and yeah. you know, and caught her and got her to the ground, and then he's standing there for a minute. Like there mm-hmm. is, and you can see watching him the weight that is lifted off his shoulders. Yeah, he's such like, a good actor. Like he he perfectly portrayed that whole thing of like I I did it, I fixed. Like that is his moment of I closure. Yeah. It is. It's it's the it's the I I learned and I I close yeah. this loop now and I can that's why I would love to see where Andrew goes forward from here because that's yes. the healing that he hadn't gotten yet yeah and that's yeah man that was like that that broke me a little bit like oh, yeah. that was that was a moment yeah there was a part of me that was wondering and I I, I think I got my answer somewhere in the middle of the third scene the the third act. Where I was like, are they crazy enough to, to have Spider-Gwen in this movie? That would be too many characters. It, it would have but been too much. I couldn't imagine Andrew's reaction seeing 
and Spider Gwen show oh, up. Oh from god, a it would, universe. Oh god, it would be. Oh shit, yeah, like it would have been insane. Yeah, or like a after credit scene or something like that. I was like, well, she would know, so she would be there. Yeah, and uh, but they they never did that, and it's probably for the better, because uh, it would have been too much. <laughs> um, but that would have been so cool <laughs> to yeah. have her show up. But I'm right there with you, dude. That was. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. It's these quieter moments. I the, the moments where they're just being Peter Parker, that are my favorite. Yeah. And yeah, that I was just like, yes, that is, that's the closure that we needed. And um, yeah, so I, I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, um, and then you know just that just that fight, just yes. it just you know Tom Holland's Peter and Willem Dafoe just just that brawl. Mm-hmm. And Tom just being like, nah, I'm going to kill this man with his glider. Yes. Like, that's how he's going out. And Toby stopping him. Because, of course, yeah. he would. Like, that yeah. was, you know, and then, to, to, you know, to, to not the first time he's been stabbed. Like, right. that's, I hated that. <laughs> I, I it. There was a moment where I really thought, like, are they going to fucking kill That's what I thought, Toby's too. Peter? Like, really? Yeah. Because he, he talked about earlier, too. One thing I thought was a little weird was... and. It, Maybe you can help, but where he was like, "What about you? Do you have a Do you have a Gwen?" And he says he has MJ. How are things with them? And he's like, "It's a little complicated." And then, like a minute later, or a sec, few seconds later, he says how they're married. Now, how did, did you take that? I missed that line. Oh yeah, because he was talking about how uh, he was saying how he has an MJ. Yeah, uh, and that. Things are a little complicated. Yeah, that I got. I didn't. And, I didn't catch the. And then he said, "We we we and we worked it out." We he said something about we worked it. Maybe I, I yeah. I think he just it. said we 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 worked it out or something. I don't think he said anything about getting married. I thought he said they were married. Maybe, maybe I I I completely. I don't, heard I don't, that wrong. Yeah, I don't think so. He might have, and I missed it, but I don't think so. Because what, what is it complicated? Is he talking about it's complicated because of the events from years ago? Because he's Spider-Man. That's always going to be complicated. Yeah. That's a little disappointing. I really wish that he was the one that was, like, married with MJ, possibly had a kid, and but, Parker. But being Spider-Man is always going to make things complicated, though. Right, right, right. And no, I think, you're right. And I think that was the intention, was just yeah. because he is still Spider-Man, it's complicated. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense yeah. then. Um yeah, so yeah, that that last fight scene, getting stabbed, deciding, you know, not doing it uh and then curing him. Yeah. It was great. And then, and then you know, by. and then you see like I love the way that they silhouetted so many Spider-Man villains. Yeah. Like you saw like there was Craven, there was Black Cat, there was oh, yeah, Rhino, yeah. there were there were a handful that you could very distinctly make out. Mm-hmm. Um and Tom making the choice. Yeah. You know, and that's Oh, that that reminds me real quick where they were going over their villains. He was like, Oh yeah, I fought a black alien goo before and he goes, Oh, aliens? Yeah, I fought a purple alien on Earth and in space. And he's like, Wait, hold on. We in space let's go back to that yeah (laughs) space (laughs) yeah and then andrew is like oh i'm so lame i fought a russian guy (laughs) in a rival costume and he's like you're like you said you're amazing no you're amazing you're amazing say it say it 
That was goddamn there's The goop, the goop, that was great. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then he, you know, Norman is, is cured. We see all the, oh yeah, he sees this guy and he's like, is this what it looks like when you're dying? And they're like, no, we see it too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Doctor Strange, you know, they make the decision, the one more day, right? The, the, you're, everyone is going to forget about Peter Parker, including Doctor Strange. Yeah, this was different though, because this wasn't, they're going to forget that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. These are people right. who are just going to forget that Peter Parker ever existed. Exactly. Yeah. It, it essentially starts him from, from scratch. Yeah, this is the cleanest way yeah. to put all the toys back in the box and hand it off to someone else. Yep, and that's... I've ever seen. Yeah, like, they, yeah. They, 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 they could not have, have done it any cleaner. Yeah, Because, you know, he, he goes into the coffee shop and he because he does the whole thing of, like, I promise I'm going to find you, I'm going to tell you all this, and he's... He's got that. He's got that card, and he's got those notes, and and, and he's gonna do a thing. And he has that moment of like, I I can't do this to them. And I it's such it. a, I think it's a brave choice to do because if you really think about it, it is it's left him in such a dark place. He has nobody. He has nobody. Like like that's some people's biggest like fear is that you're just one day you're not going to exist and no one's going to know who you are. Yeah. No, you're the history of you. And that like, the, like they literally do that in the movie. They're like, you, you're, you are wiped from this planet. Any, any, uh, any, any idea of you is gone. No one's going to know who you are. And that's just, it's so dark. If you think about it, like it's yeah. so fucked up, but he makes the ultimate choice. Uh, Obviously, he has to do the right thing, and he ultimately does. And he saying his goodbyes, it was so rough. Like, Ned immediately realized what was happening. Yeah. And May was just like, no, 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 no. This, this, you, you know, I don't want that, you know, trying to fight against it. But yeah, MJ, MJ really was looking at him like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, I don't I don't want that. Like, you, I, I, need, I need, you know, he was like, I'll find you, I'll find you. Um, yeah. That was rough. That was like, yeah. fuck that. This is like it, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 left off on a dark note with Gwen for sure. Yeah. And this left off, I think, in a dark note, too, um, that, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it, it was it was rough. But, you know, it, it was sprinkled all along in the message, like, you know, especially like they, they were saying to Andrew that, like, it, it, there was a moment where Peter tells Andrew, like, keep going like there's you'll you'll find someone else out there yeah um you know just like you know there's an mj or whatnot um and i think that's you know i don't know we're, i'm skipping ahead so he he uh everyone forgets about him and then refresh my memory does it just open up with uh in sometime in the future yeah it it there's a, a there's some kind of a time jump to winter yeah. right it's snowing and cold and shit right 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 it's it, this is this okay so it's the same time period as hawkeye right now it, when that happens okay guaranteed uh just because of the similarities the the rogers play is there it's christmas time i'm assuming this syncs right up with hawkeye fair enough um 
and uh, yeah, he goes to the donut shop that she works at, which is a real, which is a real donut shop in New York City. Um, and yeah, no, he he sees her, he sees Ned. Now, does her and Ned know each other? I felt like they knew each other, but yeah, because they still went to school together. Yeah, they still went to school together. They were friends. She still had his necklace. Yeah. Which I'm sure she's probably like, oh, I got that, but... Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I got it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, he just... I don't know. You take it. He he, he, he sees the Band-Aid. Yeah. And it's and that's, that's the reminder. Yeah. That's the reminder of the... That's the constant Spider-Man struggle of the people I love will always be in danger. Yeah. And... Here he has the choice to not put them through that. Right. And he thinks back on everything they went through and how much, you know, being associated with him screwed up their chance mm-hmm. at a future. Right. MIT, everything. Yeah. yeah. And he's just going, fuck that. I'm, I'm, the best thing that I can do for them is to not do that to them. Right. And it's a, it's a bold choice. It really Cause, is. Because, you know, it, it foregoes the the kind of... You you want the happily ever after. You do. Right. And, and to decide to not, but in a way that, that works, like, that's... It's a bold... It's a bold freaking choice. Like it, it is. It really was. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you see... He, he's, he's, there, there was something that I loved in the boxes that he had when he was moving into the, the God awful apartment where I was, I was so, so bummed that, that it wasn't the rent landlord right. from two. I felt like that was such a missed opportunity, but yeah. it, you know, but I, you know, I love that when they, when he sets down the box, you can clearly see a GED manual. Yes. Because yeah. he, he obviously, there's no record of him in high school. There's anyway, no there's no record of Peter Parker at all. Which yeah. raises its own questions, but I think that's 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 you know grasping at straws there a little bit. Like, I'm, can I'm, we in just a few minutes talk about where we think this is going to go because that ties into what I think the next one's going to happen? What's going to be about? Sure, because I mean it ends it ends at the beginning, like yes. this this because the suit that he makes, he goes from the the homemade crap quick, suit. I, I loved the I loved the. Death Star. I, I love yes. the Palpatine. The Palpatine from it, yeah. Oh, that. Especially rewatching these movies again, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And and the cup, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The the suit. The the fact that that you know his his original suit was was kind of the it was the inverse of Ben Riley's original outfit. Yeah. The sweater and the and the 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 vest. Yes. Uh, but the colors are are switched. And right. I thought, well, that was a neat choice. And the goggles, like that homemade, you know, just kind of crap. And yeah. then he goes, he goes from that to Stark Tech, to right. to right. the Iron Spider suit, and then to the advanced suit. That and was he's... one of the biggest complaints from a lot of people is he never felt like Spider Man from the comics. Yeah, and yeah. and then he gets there because now he has the homemade suit in the most comic book accurate Spider-Man suit I have ever seen. Yeah, the blue and the red and really pop on in, it. In the same design, the same pattern. It's like they it yeah. is like they looked at it from the comic book and said that 
we're going to do that. We're not going to stylize it. We're not going right. to add extra anything. We're going to do that. And they did it. Yep. And that's that to me is I look at this and it's like, cool, now we have his origin story. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. This was this was the origin story of Spider-Man. Yeah. And so, I mean, here we are. Like, yeah. you know, I it's it's really going to be interesting to see where this goes from here because it could literally go anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And the after credit scene which was kind of played off as a joke, right? Yeah. Uh, you had the kid from Ted Lasso as the bartender um, talking to Eddie Brock and explaining to him the history of what's happened in that universe with the Avengers and Iron mm-hmm. Man. And, and aliens don't like stones. You know what they like? They like to eat brains. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and But whoop, he's gone. <laughs> uh, well, he's not entirely gone. Right, so part of Venom's suit is still there. Yeah. Now, this got me thinking. It's, what do you do with the next one? How do you, how do you start a new set of three movies, right? Um, we know Tom Holland's coming back, even though he's, I feel like every other day he's like, I want to start a family. I don't want to do this forever. But then you have like Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige, like, yeah, no, we plan the next three. He's on board for the next three. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, I have to imagine he will be gone after that because I'm sure they'll hand it to Miles. But here's – so uh, let me ask you, what do you do for the next three? I think I like the way – I mean, obviously we have the alien symbiote in play. Yes. It, it exists somewhere and somehow. Yeah. Um, I think that you can – I think you I think you have to do it if you're if you're going to do the symbiote, I do think there is a tremendous merit in doing it you know, kind of comic book accurate in the sense of it goes to Peter, it gets thrown off with Peter, it winds up on Brock. There's a way to do that that way. Yeah. Yes. I I also think that you can tie that into the coming of age of Miles. Because I think you have, you know, create whatever story you want to give Miles the spider powers. And I think that I, I, you can't do another spider bite. I think you burnt, you burn that card on Peter. And I always hated that he got bitten by just a slightly different spider. I, I never, I never liked that. Yeah. Um, but I don't have – my problem is I don't have a better way to look at it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you can go the Hulk and She-Hulk route with a blood transfusion, but outside of that, I I don't know. I, I don't know how you do that. Um, but I think I think at some point you start to build that. Maybe you introduce him at some point in this movie. He becomes more prominent in the second and takes over by the end of the third. Um but I think that if, especially if you're going to start, if you're going to have a Craven the Hunter movie, you know, he has to kind of be involved somehow. And here is where I want to throw this entirely off the rails. Like, I want to go way the hell out in left field here and say, you know, Craven likes to hunt in exotic places. He mm-hmm. looks to me like the kind of guy who is going to show up at a tiki bar somewhere in Mexico and kick back 
because that's where he's just going to hang out. He doesn't seem like a real metropolitan kind of guy. I would love to see a Craven Venom. Yeah, that would be interesting. And that would because that's something new. That yeah. is something crazy new. And also, if you do that, okay, Craven has this thing, and I want it like and and again, you can have this kind of be where Craven breaks a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. if he's going to get his own movie, they'll set him up as kind of an anti-hero figure, I imagine. So if he winds up bonded with the symbiote, well, that's going to fuck with his head. So yeah. then he gets more violent. Then he becomes a little more villainous. The, the, he gets the symbiote, they get the symbiote off of him, and Peter winds up with it. And it likes Peter for whatever reason. It, it attaches to him really well. Craven has gone off to do whatever. He's been in prison or, or whatever. Comes back, and I think this is how, you know, and he's, so he's gone through, you know, the second movie. They mm-hmm. set up whatever in part two, blah, blah, blah. The symbiote starts to get a little crazy. You build that tension, and you get rid of it. It yeah. finds Eddie Brock, and then you get Eddie Brock Venom. But I like the idea of, you know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the kind of guy who would look at that and he would say, but you know what? I think that suit's kind of cool. Like, he would dig the color scheme because sometimes you mm-hmm. just want to wear black. Right. So he deals with Venom, you know, etc. Third movie, there's Spider-Man in the black suit. You know, it's laundry day, whatever perfectly valid spider-man excuse to 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 wear the the black and white suit Mm -hmm. and who sees the black and white suit but craven and this is where he goes postal and this is where you get craven's last hunt i Mm. think you i think you set him up in in the first one you set up the idea of craven in the first one through the symbiote you you get you you anchor the symbiote through the second film you introduce eddie brock and you can even kind of redeem them a little bit at the end you can go that way if you want i still like the idea of venom as a spider-man villain i i think we have the anti-hero in his own universe on the sony side i want villain venom i want the my spider sense doesn't work when he's around. Holy shit, I have to keep my head on a swivel. Venom. Yeah. He beats him, you know, they crawl away, whatever, they lick their wounds, they will come back another day. In the... And you have... And they become sort of a side plot in the third one. Craven comes back. You know, he has... He's... I would love the idea of he is sprung from prison by his brother who we had in who we had you know we you remember dimitri from far from far from home Mm -hmm. you know shield collapses he misses his family etc etc so that's how he gets sprung out of whatever jail he's in sees the black suit goes ballistic at some point i want i want him to cross paths again with venom now is now eddie brock venom I want Craven to have had some kind of time to develop one of his serums that he injects Venom with. 
thinking that it's a cure or it's something to dampen the abilities or something. And it has the complete inverse result. And he goes completely off the rails and destroys whatever it is he's around. And that's how you get Miles's backstory from the comics. Mm. Was, was Venom killed his mom. And I think that as a, as a result of Craven's interaction spurs on Miles to stick with Spider-Man and fight alongside him. And that's when you get, this kid is crazy, what the hell is he doing? And, you know, again, somewhere in here is where you get the, the somehow Miles gets powers. I don't have, I don't have a good answer for it. I don't have a great delivery system for that. I don't. I think I have an idea. What you got? How so in this universe we know that he was bitten by a spider, but Yes. There's no Osborne company. Yeah, there's no Oscorp. Okay. That we're aware of anyway. So we have no idea where the spider he got bit at was at, right? That's fair. I like the old like the, the science fair idea. He was a science fair. So this is what you do. Since there's no Oscorp and there was a science fair, who else is science in the Marvel Universe? Here's what you do, I think. Okay. He's getting his GED. His tests are off the chart. Whose attention would that get? I think you get the attention of the Future Foundation. You have my attention. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's what I think you should do with the next one. I think Future Foundation should be a big part of it. Maybe that's who gets the Venom suit and they hold it in, you know, lot storage or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how they get the Venom suit from Hawaii to New York, but you put Peter Parker in the Future Foundation. You also put Miles Morales in the Future Foundation, and that's how they meet. Fair enough. And maybe they're working on a spider. They're experimenting on something. Who knows? But maybe he... I I do like the idea that he gets bit like Peter Parker. Um, But I think that would be a clean way to do it. Where you find out that the the science fair that he went to however many years ago was the Future Foundation. It's something to do with that. Um, It's the same company that he has now joined... Um, I do like the idea of Craven the Hunter. So you have somehow he gets the Venom suit through when, when he's at the Future Foundation. Maybe it breaks off and it, it finds him because we know that this Venom with the multiversal knowledge knows Peter Parker. Yes. Knows Spider-Man. He's the only thing left behind. And he does everything it can to grapple hold of him. And right now you have Peter Parker in the darkest place he's ever been. It's the perfect time for perfect time for Mm -hmm. the suit. And you have him get the black suit. And as long as you establish this at the first part of the movie, you can do Craven the hunter after that, because Craven knows of Spider-Man. Everyone still knows of Spider-Man. So he wants to do the biggest hunt possible. And he goes after uh, Spider-Man to kill him. Um, and that's where you introduce Craven the Hunter. I think you could do it in one movie. And not only that, but 
that's who he goes to when he when he realizes that he needs to get the suit off. Who does he go to? Who does he go to in the comic? He I think he goes to Reed Richards. Yeah. To get the suit off. And who is directing the Fantastic Four movie? Ha, Mark Webb. John or John John John, uh, Watts. John Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just did Spider Man? Yeah. Sorry, I I confused my Co- Spider Man directors. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So I think that's what you go in the direction of of Future Foundation. You introduce Reed Richards. You don't have to introduce all the Fantastic Four in this movie. Heck, maybe they don't even have their Fantastic Four abilities yet. But here's how you set that kind of world up. They've been there, but we just haven't heard about them because they just haven't had anything to do with what's been happening. Yeah. Um, because they're not on the map yet. They haven't. They don't have any abilities. They're just really smart, you know. And oh boy, um, they just bought this really sweet building from Tony bought, Stark. Exactly. Yeah, you set up. Yeah, because didn't didn't Tom say that we would find out in this movie who took over, but we never actually did. Oh wait a second! In the middle of the building he flies through is Avengers Tower. Wait, I wonder if in the comics does the Future Foundation have like a center part of it that he flies through? Oh, I'm sorry. You okay? So you remember in this movie where he's going through the Avengers Tower, but he's like he's got his glider thing on. No, he's like uh, he's like swinging through the city. And he does the, you know, where he puts his arms out and he's just kind of gliding and he goes through the building. Oh, yeah. No, that's not Avengers Tower. That's not Avengers Tower? No. I could have sworn that was Avengers Tower. No, no, it's not built that way. It's a different building. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought it was very different. I'm like, oh, okay, they've done some changes. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. I don't, maybe I, don't need, I want to revisit that scene because that's what jumped out to me. Like, oh, wait, what are they? What is this? Um, you're absolutely right. I think that's what you do. I think you set up Avengers Towers is, hey, Tony Stark is gone. His business is kind of now the government is looking into it and it's all sorts of screwed up at the moment. So this is the perfect opportunity for another organization to grow and become bigger in New York City. You have the Future Foundation. That's to me, that's how you set up the Fantastic Four. Spider-Man's like involved with them so much in the comics, right? Yeah. Like he's integral to them because he's right down the street. Uh, that's how you, you set up his friendship with Johnny Storm. You you introduce this, and the best way is you put Miles right in a class with him. you Or you put him somewhere in the same ballpark with, with Peter. Because um, Miles is a smart kid, too. I, I don't know. So, some I like that idea that that's how they they introduce this and that's how they get around venom here's what you do at the end you don't even do venom you know he is the black suit for most of the movie you don't introduce eddie brock what i would do is i would have agent venom in this in this universe and i don't think you put it on flash because he's not you know in the comics he goes to the he goes in the military and loses his legs i don't know i think maybe you attach it to what is it u.s agent the guy from from, uh, oh, there's a terrifying thought. Yeah, you give him the suit. You make him USA. Or you make him uh, Agent Venom. I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but I don't. I don't know. I don't I, see. Here's the thing. I don't think you do two Eddie Brocks. I think the audience. I, maybe you do because they've already established a multiverse. 
but that could get a little bit convoluted if it's the same actor. Maybe it's a different actor you do. Oh, I definitely do a different actor. But then you have you have Venom going on over here. You've I don't know. It to me it's not the same as like uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider Man and Tom Holland still as Spider Man. I think with the Venom it's still a little it's still a little. It would be a little muddy. What yeah. do you think? Do you think you introduce? I, I, I think you can do it. Yeah. I, I guess I just I wouldn't know how to put Eddie Brock into any of this of what I'm talking about. I think I think what I, I think you don't even introduce him in the first one. I think you just do the Venom suit, and then at the end, maybe in the end credit scene, it crawls on Eddie Brock or whoever. I would love Agent Venom in this. I just don't think they set Flash up that for that just yet. No, that that this this particular Flash, I don't think is going to follow no. that 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 route. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, and I I think you you do that, uh, and you know maybe in the second or third one you bring Andrew back, um, back into the fold to help with things or whatever. Who knows? You, 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 you bring you, I want to see an amazing Spider-Man three. Uh, I don't even know you, you wouldn't want to call it amazing Spider-Man three, right? You would just call it like amazing Spider-Man. I don't know. You would have to figure out a way to separate these two, even though like most people understand, I feel like there's, there's gotta be a way you would define it. <laughs> You know, like the amazing universe and the MCU. Um, but yeah, that's what I think you do. I think you're you're right. I think you absolutely do Craven. You set up the Future Foundation, and you lead it right into the Fantastic Four. It would it would be something for them to to have the suit and say, "Gee, I wonder what else is out there in space." You've been yeah. to space, Peter. What was it like? I don't know. I was in a really funky ship for most of it. Yeah. We should go to space. That would be fun, right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. See, that would be great. Um, yeah, you, you establish all of that. And now, now you're in a universe where you got Doctor Strange down the street. You got the Future Foundation. You got Peter Parker living in his apartment. Here's the thing. Do you bring MJ and Ned back? I don't think so. I think you let the, I think you let them be. Damn. See, I'm I'm in two minds of this. I, I think story wise, you're absolutely right. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, I but I know where I you're going those, to. I love those actors. I love yeah. those characters. I, I I I hope at some point. And so my what I what I would what I would do by the end of the three is Peter does end up talking to MJ and Ned, and he does end up. Um you know, retiring with them so he can have a life and Miles there takes on the role permanently. Like it is, they're both Spider-Men, but then he's like, you know, I don't need to be here. You're, you are, you are good enough. Like you are, you are Spider-Man. I don't need, you know, there's nothing more you need to learn from me or any, or any of that stuff. Um, and he, he's able to retire, you know what I mean? Kind of like Captain America was able to retire. Yeah. Or as we think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I feel like he deserves a uh, – that's what I would do because then, you know, he's not going to be playing it forever. And I don't I, I don't see them recasting him. I think, if anything, they just hand it off to Miles. 
So that's how I would do it. I would have him in the next three, and then by the third one, he's handing the mantle completely off to Miles to to take on uh, Spider-Man's role moving forward. Yeah, fair. But... Yeah, because then he's... I don't know. I want him to have a happy ending, <laughs> but I guess that's not... <laughs> That's not Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's late. Um, anything else, man? Did you, did you see the trailer for... Uh, uh, oh, for uh, the, the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness? Madness? Yeah. 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 I love... You want to talk about Fantastic Four? I I don't know. There's, there's another bit of a lead-in to the Fantastic Four because you know who uh, Doctor Strange needed the Fantastic Four to help fight? Who? Shumagorath. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is that Shumagorath? It looked like him. It was Shumagorath. That was Shumagorath in that trailer. Oh, oh hell okay. yeah. That's right. I remember him from the uh, X-Men vs. Marvel 2. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. Street Fighter vs. Marvel 2. Capcom. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I'll finally get it out. Okay. And somebody else who tangled with Shumagorath more than once. Monica Rambeau. Oh, okay. There you go. There's a, there's yeah, a... see, she would be perfect in the Future Foundation. Yeah, she would. Yeah, see, that this is... Yeah, they really need to set that up. Oh, God, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we got lots more to come. We have a ton of movies and TV shows next year. Marvel-related. It's, it's never going to stop. <laughs> no, no, it's not. The train doesn't stop, so... Um, but this episode does have to eventually because <laughs> it's late <laughs> and we got to go. Um, but hopefully you made it all the way. We're excited. This movie definitely brought, it's made me go want to go pick up so many more comics. Yeah. I'm excited to go to the comic shop this week and talk to Aaron and be like, tell me what to read. Just tell me. Put I, it in my yeah. Veins. Right. Just put it right there in my veins. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean this, so. it, and it's crazy. This movie wound up with the second highest opening weekend of all time. Oh my god! Imagine if the, if it wasn't during a pandemic. It didn't. Nah, nah. It still would have done the same numbers because that did not I stop people. Before. Nah, it That's didn't stop people. Nah, they things were sold out. There was no. Uh. Uh-uh. They. That's no. true. I guess <laughs> I just I just noticed no, but like literally a couple of my friends were like, ah, oh, we we want to go, but we don't really want to whiz risk it because the new uh new variants out and. Uh, they, I guarantee you, their tickets were bought by people who would have been there too late, and they, <laughs> and it would have been sold out anyway. That's true. That's There's, true. That's true. I guess I'm saying longevity. I'm saying like over the next couple of weeks is when they would have done it. You think this thing's not going to have legs? Nah. Oh no! I no no no! I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Um, I did see that like it's in Dobie, like through Matrix. Like Matrix isn't even in the Dobie theater. Nope. They're like, no, we're just we're gonna have Spider Man here for the next four weeks. Spider, yeah, Spider Man's in in Dolby theaters for the next, I think, three weeks. Three weeks, okay, yeah. I was like, wow, that's wild. It's selling out, man. Yeah, like yeah. that's Dolby wants that money. I'm like, and I I think word of mouth is just people are like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but you need to see it before this is spoiled, like next week. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to see it now because I have a feeling Sony. They're just they're pre- they're the button is there. They're like, and I saw even on their website right now. Apparently they have Andrew and Toby on. I'm like, oh, they didn't even wait like a week. They're ready to go with spoilers. 
Um, so yeah, well, if you made it this far, you already know all the spoilers, but man, it, yeah, right. <laughs> talk about being able to, apparently they wanted to hold everything back. They didn't even want to show the villains. Yeah. But you know, you I, can't I, really sell the movie. I, yeah, I think you're okay. I think you're okay showing you're the, okay villains. With the villains. Yeah. And I think that gives people enough, like, wait, if they're back, then that just opens the door for, you know, right. Um, the Spider-Man, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back, uh, hopefully next week. Uh, we've been doing this about every two weeks. Uh, if we can't, well, if we can't wait, next week is what new year's. So we'll see. Um, if not, we'll be back in two weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, go to we geek podcast, um, uh, at we geek podcast on Twitter. Um, we geek podcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, go to our Facebook, Facebook group. We geek, we geek podcast. We're on everything. YouTube, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, um, anything you want to plug? No. I saw you had some of your reviews. Did you want to plug that? Or? Oh, yeah. Every, like, I'm trying to get a little more frequent doing actual, like, written out movie reviews. I like uh, it. I read just it. from my website. And it's just my name. It's just loganwit.com. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm trying to do more and more of them just to have, you know, a, uh, a portfolio, you know, yeah. good, bad, whatever. At least I'll have it. You know, and it's good. Like it's good. It's a good exercise for me too, and everything. But oh yeah, absolutely. You're a great writer, man. Go there, show Logan some love. Appreciate it. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So man, I'm excited. I can't wait to talk to you again after I get some. I. I, I I'm gonna try to do what you did, and not give up after a week. It's um, I. It's it's tough early. If you get get through, get through those first. Like honestly, you got to get through like the first hundred or two yeah and it's it's rough it's tough sledding but it's 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 so worth it though it really is yeah because yeah, that's if i if i even if i don't read any other comic i would like to start reading weekly the amazing spider-man because man it just oof, this really got this got me wanting to read comics again so there you go hell yeah dude so that's it for the show we'll see you guys next time captain captain <laughs>